0: And once again, so easy. Search Ufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit ufyofficialcom slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Thank you.
1: Thank you, gentlemen and gentlemen.
0: Coming. Hey, guys. Brand new podcast. <laughs> and you can find me on the Body Shots World Tour starting January 9th. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Did you lose weight in your head? (laughs) You're a dork. Um, Body Shots World Tour. What did I say? Body Shots World
2: Podcast?
0: Body Shots World Tour starts January 9th in Portland.
3: It does start the 9th?
0: Oh no, the 10th. 9th or the 10th. Portland, Seattle. It's the
3: 9th. It's the 10th. The 9th is a Wednesday.
0: We've added shows to every show that's sold out. Every show that's sold out has an added show. So if you went to get tickets and couldn't get tickets, we have added a show. Okay? And by the way, if we added that second show and that sold out, chances are we added a third show. So, I'm going to have a fucking blast on this tour. I was just in the Borgata and the Sands and in New York at the Town Hall and I fucking love where I'm going with this new hour. I love it. I got... I mean, we could all talk about Starbucks all day long, but, I mean, that might be my favorite thing I've ever been a part of.
3: I've heard really good things. I have yeah, not seen it. Was, it, it it's,
0: I'm really happy and I can't wait for this tour. We got a tour bus. So, we're going to try to figure out meet and greets. I know a lot of guys want... I know a lot of... People want to do meet and greets. I want to do them too. I'm just getting sick every fucking weekend. I'm a honeypot. You fucking, are. And
3: not only that, the line is like an hour long now for it's th- an
0: hour and a half at the Borgata.
3: And you can't do that because you don't have that much time. I don't have time in between shows. shows.
0: So I don't know how we're going to do meet and greets. But we are, trust me, we're figuring it out. We're, we're trying to trying. do everything.
3: It may not be able to accommodate everybody, but just realize it's the best we can do. Right? Yeah.
0: And so uh, super good. excited. But uh, that's it, really. Um, I'm in. San Francisco this weekend. I think all those shows are sold out. Mm-hmm. I'm in Spokane coming up. I'm in... La Jolla. We've, we've added a show in La Jolla for Thursday night, so there will be another Thursday night show. So all those shows are sold out, but you can get tickets Thursday night. And Brea on New Year's Eve. Brea is my last club date. My last club date for a full year. I will not be doing a club for a full... Fu- other than the store and the improv, you know, in Hollywood. Local club. Local clubs. Yeah. It's funny when you're working on an hour, you really f- find out how you can utilize the store...
3: Oh yeah, yeah I would you, imagine.
0: And the and the improv, how how helpful those those to be able to do three spots in a night and work one bit three different ways, it's in quickly in succession that successing so whatever. Uh, I'm sick again. I wonder if it's from smoking pot. To be done, honest with you,
3: um, I think it's probably from shaking too many hands and not washing them afterwards. Because you came in from the okay, you came in from the airport from the airport there's probably fecal matter on everything from the plane to our doorknob and then you started eating chinese food with your hands out of the chinese food box with your hands so no one else can now eat that food and i said to you hey have you washed your hands and you stopped and then washed your hands but the food was already contaminated so it didn't really matter it was it was way that ship had sailed so that might be why you're getting sick because you put your fucking hands in your mouth Or we have,
0: Or we have a child named Patient Zero who gets us all sick. No,
3: that's not it. You were sick before she was.
0: No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. How would you know that?
3: Because I pay attention. I was sick. Yes, before she was. And you gave it to her. And now she's down for the count. And now you're blaming her.
0: I, I blame her. Oh, pass her.
3: the buck, Bert. Pass okay. the buck, Bert. Oh,
0: shit. I have that. Um, oh, fuck. Did, what? Did anything get delivered to me? Yeah. Oh, you got it? Mm-hmm. You got it?
3: Yeah i got it
0: fucking isla
3: what is the game yeah yeah you two are a couple of nimrods when you get together you two
0: we got in bed and she was like i said oh, i wish i had like a video game and she was like what about the nintendo switch i go what's that And she goes oh it's got like the blue and red things i go i just saw my buddy tom had one of those tom takar had one he said he loved it and she was like dad see if we can get it on amazon and so I was like, looked at it, and I was like, I want it now. She goes, oh, Amazon Prime now. And I was like, what? And she goes, here, hit that button. I hit the button, and it goes, You do you want it in two hours? And I was like, I do.
3: <laughs> you guys are a bad team. Oh, dude. You're such a bad team.
0: Oh, God.
3: Such a bad team.
0: We would be like, uh, what is it, Gray Roses?
3: Gray Gardens. Gray Gardens. Yeah, you would be. Except you have a massive cat allergy, so that part might not be accurate. Before you do your reads, let's just say you're looking for a good Christmas gift? Machine hoodie? Good Christmas gift. Secret time pajamas? Oh my God. What? This fan emailed and he is making, he is buying seven pairs of Secret Time pajamas because you bought me seven pairs of Secret oh Time pajamas. God. Oh
0: my God. And he's
3: wrapping them all for his brother. So that he opens seven pairs of Secret Time pajamas, hey,
0: dude. Please and I asked videotape. him to please send. <clears throat> I did.
3: I said please send us and at tell least him to shoot it in fucking
0: landscape mode.
3: How funny is that? And pajamas. He's and he was going. I'm gonna say come on pajamas. Come, come on pajamas. pajamas. Wait, wait. It's motherfucking pajamas. It's motherfucking pajamas. So we have beanies. It's winter now. We have cog beanies. We've we have, got cups. We've got Secret Time cups. We got a Burtcast Cast mug if you need some hot cocoa. And we
0: should have Body Shots World tour merchandise coming soon coming soon we are
3: designing it right now
0: uh so, yes yeah, i think you're gonna love it
3: i think it's gonna be great actually it's gonna be really good so go to birdbirdbird.com and buy your christmas gifts
0: i'm about to read one of the most excited reads for i've <laughs> I ever i got really
3: excited this is
0: blew my fucking mind
3: i'm really excited about this one. <laughs> first of
0: all i'm gonna tell you all the stuff about butcher box you need to know because i love butcher box <laughs> literally too literally high quality healthy protein that's all that fucking matters to me these days is high quality healthy protein i want it to be 100% get grass fed i want it to be free range chickens i want i want that old world pork and that's all the shit butcher box has it's incredibly convenient it literally shop, ships anywhere in the 48 states it tastes fantastic and i got to be honest with you i taste a difference in that meat than other meats it's i really do personally. good. and it's and it's it's exclusive meats that are hard to get. Here, Here is the fucking offer you're getting. I can't
3: believe this offer. I cannot believe this There's offer. There's got to be some kind of hitch or something. There's got to be. Because it's too amazing.
0: Order now. Yeah. And get free bacon for life. I'm sorry, what? Order now and get free bacon for life.
3: Wait, what are you talking about? I what? can't believe they
0: say. I Honestly, I'm waiting for the phone call where they go, Hey man, you misread that.
3: Yeah, right? There's got to be something wrong. Free bacon for life. And by the way, I cooked their bacon this weekend. It's freaking awesome. It's really good. Order
0: now and get free bacon bacon for life. Plus. $20 $20 off by going to butcherbox.com slash Burt. I want to order right now. I want free bacon for life.
3: You know what I think? I think you're losing money by not doing this. Free bacon for life? Order now
0: and get free bacon for life. I mean, it's crazy. fuck? <laughs> $20 off by going to butcherbox.com slash Burt. New members will receive...
3: Slash bert f- Slash Burt. Okay.
0: New members will receive $20 off their first box plus a free package of high quality bacon in every order they get for the lifetime of their subscription. Wow. Do you hear that? They're, you're getting free package of high quality bacon in every order you get for your lifetime subscription it's insane for the lifetime of their subscription so subscribe to butcher box get your meats and every fucking time you get meats they just go oh yeah and did you forget the bacon Here's some bacon.
3: That's insane. It's insane. And their meat's so good, and it's so nice to just have it in the freezer. And if you have an Instapot, you can pull it out and cook it right then.
0: Look, there's no commitment. You can cancel it any time. It's super easy. The taste is unbelievable. I think you're going to be able to taste the difference between the kind of animals raised on the fucking bullshit stuff and those the ones that these guys have.
3: Raised on the bullshit stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
3: (laughs) The antibiotics.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Corn fan. Thank you, ButcherBox. I'm fucking blown away. Free bacon for life. I know, right? Plus $20 off by going to butcherbox.com. New members will receive $20 off their first box plus a free package of high-quality bacon for every order they get for their lifetime of their subscription. I'm fucking blown away. This podcast is also brought to you by ZipRecruiter. You know what's not smart? What? Job sites that overwhelm me with tons of the wrong resumes. You know what is smart? What? ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. I want to do that. I wanna I I, lo- I love the scripted reads mm-hmm. because then I really can put my flair in it.
3: Oh, you do you do have to get some flair?
0: You know what's not smart? What? Driving at night with sunglasses on. Totally. You know what's not smart? What? Um uh I don't. You do one to me.
3: Uh, you know what's not smart? What? Leaving your size 13 shoe in the middle of the floor so I can trip over them in the middle of the night.
0: Do you know what is smart?
3: What? Putting them up?
0: Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash BirdCast.
3: Ah.
0: Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them. It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. You get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. This rating comes from the hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a 1,000 reviews. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com BurtCast. Bertcast, b e r t c a s t, ZipRecruiter. dot com slash Bertcast, ZipRecruiter, Zip the smartest way to hire. This podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron has changed the way my family cohabitates. Yep, it literally is the biggest influence in our family that from this podcast yeah. that we've ever had for sure. Uh, we tried Blue Apron the first time, and I think both Leanne and I, Leanne and I were on the fence of, I don't think the girls will eat this. They
3: were too young and, and and at that time.
0: And all of a sudden, the girls started trying new things because Blue Apron offered them.
3: Yes, it's kind of the only way I can get them to eat vegetables at this point is if it's a Blue Apron.
0: Yeah, it's super easy. You choose the chef design recipes. They deliver fresh, seasonally inspired ingredients, and you cook it in as little as 20 minutes. Dinner is easy it is easy and it's inexpensive they're never going to cost more than ten dollars per person and you can't do that at the grocery store let alone the variety shit you would never think to cook for dinner like there's no way anyone's having smoky chicken and sweet potato bake cornbread biscuits tonight unless they're doing blue apron I can't believe that your mom's gonna go hey guys come in and get the beef and broccoli and cumin spice sauce with garlic rice who wants hearty vegetable grain bowl with avocado and creamy fig dressing? Hey, I also made hot Italian sausage pizza with roasted red peppers and olives. All sounds good. God, these are those are the ones that are coming up this month, along with homestyle beef medallions and maple pan sauce. <clears throat> uh, the best part about Blue Apron is it teaches you how to be a, Not only teaches you how to be a chef... But it teaches your family how to eat together and a family that eats together stays together and some of our best conversations are when we're all sitting around the dinner table having dinner together and that is what Blue Apron offers us. It's like an ancillary thing where you didn't didn't see it coming and then all of a sudden it's there and you're like shut the fuck up. That's what I love about Blue Apron.
3: And you know it's not that you don't cook dinner every night. It's that the Blue Apron dinners are kind of special. So, it, you know, it's not the same. For whatever reason, when we have a Blue Apron, it's a different <laughs> it's a different experience yeah. at the dinner table. Get
0: out of your cooking rut and enjoy the experiences that new recipes bring to your table. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at BlueApron.com slash BurtCast. That's BlueApron.com slash BurtCast. To get your first three meals for free, BlueApron.com slash BurtCast for free. Three meals for for free. That's awesome. For free. For fucking free. Do you hear me what I'm saying? Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash birdcast. That's blueapron.com slash birdcast to get your first free meal for the blue apron.
2: <laughs> blue apron,
0: a better way to cook. A blue apron, a better way to cook. We've talked so much about food. Let's talk about weight loss a tad bit. We've got a new sponsor, Noom. Here's what Noom is. It is weight loss in the palm of your hand. Yeah. It is an app that you go on. I just signed up for the app. And you, it's like, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Leanne the talking, I'll keep the talking points because I, I guess I should go through this. But it's a brand new sponsor and so I'm working with it right now. Whenever I have lost weight, I've lost weight by tracking calories. If you track calories that really kind of, Allows you to the opportunity to see what you're eating, what you shouldn't be eating, and and like what, where where those cheats are. Yeah, and uh, and that's what Noom does. It does something that I just started using it this morning, but it does something that's really cool. Is I skip breakfast, and it allows you to say, "Oh, I skipped breakfast." So it's more of like an in-depth look at the way you're eating and what you're eating. <clears throat> Learn, don't diet. That's the way. That's the way this is is. It's it's not losing weight fast plan this is a losing weight for good plan noom doesn't say they can't have certain foods aka the good stuff it teaches you about moderation when you do go a little overboard no shaming just tips to get back on track
3: you could use that
0: i know it's it's on in your phone so literally it it, all it's taking is like 10 minutes out of your day to just log what the fuck you eat you don't have to have a celebrity to have your own support team or glam team. Live goal specialists access a group of fellow new members. Dude, you know how that weight loss or the the workout challenge worked with me and Tom and Ari and Joe? Mm-hmm. That's the same shit. You've yeah. got a community it's your support where rate. you can, it's a support group yeah. that challenges you and, and forces you to be honest. Yeah,
3: holds you accountable.
0: I love this sponsor and I am yeah. I lost 18 pounds in Sober in October. I think I've gained probably at least eight back. Do you think so? I don't know. I'm, I am I went off the rails with eating because I knew I could and I was you having did? treats. But I'm going to get back on Noom. I just said that I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to be in this community. So get in this community. Go to the app store. Get Noom. I, I, I should do the, the call to action yeah, yeah, here instead yeah. of telling you what I did. But um, here we go. Take the agony out of food tracking. One of the biggest food databases available. Literally super simple. You just type in what you ate in the thing and a bunch of shit comes up. I typed in butter just to see like, and they're like butter and it has the sizes. You log it. Logging your food is really honestly a great way to lose weight. It is a great way to lose weight. And this is a lifestyle change because it's going to teach you this Noom, And so let's all use it together. I'm using it right now. What do you have to lose? Sign up today to start your trial at Noom.com slash BurtCast. Start your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash BurtCast and start losing weight for good. That's Noom.com slash BurtCast to start your trial and start seeing life-changing results today. I am using it Uh. I will keep you guys up to date with my weight loss. Um, Not too aggressive. I want it to be a lifestyle change. Right. So I'm not gonna, I'm not binging and that's why I think Noom's gonna be good for me. Um, Once again, go to noom.com slash burtcast and let's all use it together. Let's all get healthy so that Thanksgiving we can eat like fucking lunatics. Let's
3: do it. I'll do it too.
0: I'm going to spin class. I'm using Noom. I'm going to eat bacon like a motherfucker,
3: <laughs> have a blue apron
0: tonight with my family, go to the store.
3: While you check out some resumes. <laughs> while I
0: check out some resumes. That's actually, that doesn't sound like a bad idea.
3: Not a bad idea.
0: Today's podcast is with someone who absolutely brings me joy every time I open her Instagram. She is one of the most positive balls of sunshine that you'll ever run into. I ran into her in an airport and we just kind of like, We're bullshitting one time. And I just was like, God damn it. I love her. And this is such a fun fucking podcast. Um, we talk about her coming out of the closet. We talk about her finding out about her sexuality. I think we talk about that a lot. We talk a little bit about Chelsea Handler because I did call Chelsea a cunt on my special, but I didn't, I mean, I, I'm sure she would be upset if she saw it, but I didn't, I meant it as a joke. I mean, I love I love Chelsea Handler. I am love following her on Instagram. Don't block me, Chelsea. But we talk about Chelsea because she worked with Chelsea for a long time. And, uh, and she's blowing up. She's dating a new person and, and living life and loving life. And if you follow her on Instagram, I promise you will smile once a day. She is that just, what a fucking great human being. And we had a great conversation. One of my favorite things that's ever been said on this podcast is said on this podcast today. It's when she goes to Craigslist, when she finds out she's gay and she goes to Craigslist. I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to enjoy it. I love her so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Fortune Feimster.
1: This is the oh, podcast. I've been thinking about it for like a year about whether or not to do my own podcast. Oh, fuck, yes. I, I always say yes. Yeah.
0: I always say yes. It, this changed my career. <gasps> really? Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think I think this did and then the confidence I got behind this, I felt like I could start my own pod, like my yeah. uh, a solo podcast. Solo uh-huh. podcast is where it's at. Yeah. Because uh but your social media presence is so awesome, I would okay. think it would naturally transition into one.
1: I guess. I don't know. I just didn't know like the you know what to do, how to uh, even start. Oh,
0: this is this setup's complicated only because um I was doing it by myself for so long, yeah. And all all you really need is an H6 or an H4N Zoom recorder, yeah. And mic cords and mics. That's all you really need. Ari still does his on his H4, really, with two mics. That's it. That's yeah. all. That's all, and you really only need one mic. To oh, be honest, if you're gonna right. do a solo one, and then, yeah. But what happened was uh, I was setting it up so much mm-hmm. and then taking it down that I kind of wanted something where everything was wired in. Like I never. Mm-hmm. I never had the right wire. Like some one wire would click, and, yeah. and I never knew which wire. I was doing. I was just overwhelmed. Yeah. And so I brought in Halston, and then we just put everything. So and I'd like to take it up one level. I want to get a uh-huh. tricaster. I want to yeah. get three cameras. I think we're gonna do that. Uh, it's a
1: TriCaster. I'm so dumb with
0: tricasters uh,
1: technology.
0: It is. Uh, it's basically where you can uh, line edit it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he could just. As you talked, he'd hit a button and it would go, the camera. He it would cut to the camera on you. Oh, I see. And then he could cut to a wide shot of us, and then the a yeah. camera on me. Gotcha. Um, and I'd like to get the cameras uh, put in place so that they're not ever just floating around.
1: Right, right.
0: There's a lot I'd like to do with this podcast, but I'm I'm a little overwhelmed. I, th- I think
1: you're busy. Yeah.
0: Right now I am. Right now I, yeah. I don't understand how people that are genuinely busy like you're <laughs> good, you're still good friends with Chelsea, right?
1: Yeah, I'm still friends. I.
0: Friend. I, I uh, yeah. I don't understand how someone like her does it.
1: Well, at that point, you have like a big team around you. I guess. Yeah, like she has like several assistants and but she just pays a lot of people to help her out. I, guess. I mean, she's still very busy, though.
0: Do you think you'll ever get to the place where you start traveling with the team? I hope so. Do you want to? But you're, <laughs> I mean, su- you're such a one-person show right I, now.
1: I know. Sorry. I, I mean, I'll never be like that person that needs like a big entourage. Yeah. To me, that's... Like, I would look so goofy. Uh, <laughs> like ent- People's entourages are usually full of, like, cool people. And I would be like, I don't know. Here's my fiance and my maid Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> my maid Blanca? Because <laughs> I don't know how to do anything. No. Um, I would love for Blanca to go with me, but I doubt she would.
0: You've been working legit for 10 years now?
1: yeah uh almost i've been i mean i've been at it forever. where I, did you
0: start and i'll tell you my i'll tell you my 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 fortune origin story
1: oh i'd love to hear it
0: um it's gonna it's gonna this is gonna sound shady at first so <laughs> I, I was st-
1: staring at you through your n- backyard no, the
0: exact opposite uh, i'm sure i've said this on the podcast so and, and i would be disingenuous if i didn't wasn't honest I was at the Hollywood Improv and you went up on stage uh-huh. and I had to go after you and you fucking murdered.
1: Oh, really? Now at that time, I think how long have you been doing stand up? I started in 2007.
0: Okay, I've been doing it probably. I'm, I've been doing it 20 years this this November, okay. 20 years. Yeah. So I was already in the game. I was. Mm-hmm. I think I was already headlining. Yeah. I want to say it's just when you moved out to LA. Yeah. And uh, and I saw you and you came off stage and I was like. Holy shit, like you murdered. I was like, and you were coming up. I was like, man, you were fucking hilarious. And you yeah. blew me off. You walked right, you went, no, yeah, I, I know. I hold on, hold hear on. No, yep, yep, yep. There's so no way I, I said, heard you. So I said, and then I think right after that, you started doing Chelsea. Yeah. I was talking to someone. I wish I could remember exactly who. I'm sure someone will point it out and go, it was this podcast you were talking to that person. Yeah. And they said, they brought up your name. And I said, yeah, man, I don't know. I think she she <laughs> blew like, me off. And they went, she's oh. She's a real bitch. They go, you got the wrong per- person. Yeah. And I said, no, it's the right person. And they go, no, 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 That is not her. Yeah. And they were like, do you follow her on social media? And I said, I don't think so. They said, follow her on social media. I started following you on social media. Uh-huh. This must have been whenever I, I I don't know what it was. Yeah, and I was like, I said to you in the airport. Yeah, you have you bring so much happiness.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. But
0: you do, and then and then I almost became infatuated with you. <laughs> I'm not even joking because there's parts of you that is just like uh. just pure joy, and I started going if I could bring more of that in my life. Oh, I love Like that. just like. The Insta stories are stupid. They're fucking stupid. (laughs) I get it. I'm a 45-year-old man, and I'm doing Insta stories. But if my Insta story that I put out there gets one person to giggle...
2: For sure. Then then it's so worth it. For
0: sure. Worth Tom and Ari and Joe all telling me what a fucking sellout I am because I use Insta stories.
1: They don't use Insta stories? They don't use it.
0: Tom does it to sell tickets. Ari would never use it. Yeah. His flip phone doesn't have a camera on it.
1: They're so fun, though. And Joe
0: will use it. Joe will use it like if he's grilling something yeah. or he's eating jalapenos or something manly. <laughs> I just want
1: to show you my meat,
0: dude. That's all he used Insta stories yeah. for was just, and he, you could see he was in, whatever he was into. He was like, not enough people are enjoying this. Yeah. fucking smoked elk, <laughs> jalapenos, kimchi. Oh my god, seventeen eggs, elk meat. Um, and so, but I, I that you were the person that gave me confidence in like going fuck what everyone says this insta stories is fun oh, that's you really awesome. get to enjoy and i feel like yeah i watch you and your fiance, and i'm like i'm like just i saw you and your mom in a fucking golf cart yesterday two we days a ago good time, and i was like are, how often are you back in north carolina
1: uh, i have a place there yeah I, I got a place back home um but just like three times a year but sometimes i'll fly her out to a city if it's on the east coast or in the south to to meet me because she she's like older now and I, you know, she's been single for a really long time, and you know, I just feel she's been single since I was twelve, and you just feel this sort of like responsibility. Like, I want to make sure she's okay. I want to make sure you know she gets lonely, and you just want to like, yeah, take care of your mom. So, so wait, get
0: me to the beginning. Okay. Like, I want to know. There's so much I want. First of all, you're like one of the f- w- like, I don't know the right way to say this, but like you're one of the first people I've ever like. I've always liked. Uh, this is going to come off so weird. I've always liked gay people. Yeah. I've always felt closer with gay people. Uh-huh. But very seldomly have I found myself rooting for gay people.
1: Really? Like, uh-huh. the,
0: I think that's just a natural. Yeah. Like, you're taught in. It's It's one of those things about uh, what we're noticing about representation of films. Right. It's so often you're 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 taught to root for the, the ugly guy, Kevin James. Not Kevin <laughs> James, but Kevin James. And, uh-huh. you know, like the. The. The the mediocre white male lead. Yeah. You're taught to root for them. Right. Um, you're taught to root for the underdog. Mm-hmm. But very seldomly in, in media, have you yeah. seen a gay character that you, you're taught to root for where you go, oh, I hope they find love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it, probably
1: because you don't see a lot of gay, you don't get to see a lot of gay characters or people in the position yeah. of getting to get the girl or guy or whatever. Yeah. So hey, we're just now coming to the point where we're getting some opportunities to be that person.
0: Yeah, and I it's... think you're one of those people that I started naturally. I think people find likability, like like leading man likability in mm-hmm. their guys. They go, oh, uh, Tom Segura is a leading man. He's going to do a sitcom. Oh, yeah. I, because when I watch him on stage, be one of those people, the, one of the first people where I started noticing myself Getting happy when you were happy. Oh, getting happy when it. you succeeded. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how cool that that is where society's going. Where That's awesome. Maybe yeah. 20 years ago that wouldn't happen. Yeah, for sure. But I want to know about you before that started happening.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you about that. But first off, I have to say about you seeing me in the club. Yeah. There, 100% I didn't hear you. I
0: I, I realized trust me i realize okay. that now oh i so realize i now. love you
1: and i've loved you for a long time i so
0: realize that now and i really wish i, I had have just... bad
1: hearing and so, for so real? yeah like in one ear i think it's i don't know why i don't have like a fun story i think i just <laughs> listen to music like in headphones when i was little like way too loud i'd go to bed with my headphones on every night yeah so in like one ear, i have bad hearing and my fiance, I'm constantly like, "Huh? What?" <laughs> she thinks I'm not listen, listening. You know, I'm like, "I promise you, I'm listening. I just can't hear you." So yeah, I'm glad that we came full oh, circle. I'm so
0: happy that I, I'm so happy that whoever I had that conversation with in the podcast, probably like, Oprah. Might you know who it might have been? It might have been Josh.
1: Josh Wolf. It might have been yeah. Josh Wolf. He's so nice. It we was worked, definitely probably one of the yeah, Chelsea. We worked posse. at Yeah, Chelsea together. Um, but like but you grew up be- in North Carolina. So I grew up in North Carolina, um, a small town outside of Charlotte. Like, like how big? Five thousand people.
0: That's small. It's Le- ten
1: thousand now. It's getting big. Really? <laughs> it's it's like a cute little suburb of Charlotte almost now. But it's its own little thing. And when I was growing up, I couldn't wait to leave. I was just like, "Get me out of here!" There's really? nothing to do. Yeah, it was like dead as a doornail. And now I love it. that's I bought a place there, which is crazy to me um that all those years i wanted to get the heck away from there and i moved to la i've been out here 15 years and there i am you know going back home how crazy whenever is I, that? Can. I can
0: put my head around i can wrap my head around five thousand people yeah because leanne my wife grew up in a town of 1200 oh wow and, yeah which is real which is yeah she used to she was a screenwriter when i met her mm-hmm. she used to sell they used to sell her scripts that she wrote in uh, the the Piggly Wiggly,
1: whoa! They would sell
0: them for like five dollars. <laughs> you could buy her script. That's and amazing. People had read her scripts. Yeah. Um, when are you gonna write your next one?
1: Well, see, that's the thing. That was the the nice thing about living in a small town like that. Everybody did know each other. Yeah. And when I started stand up after I moved to L. A., like people were so supportive. They thought because people now will be like, oh, or people that you grew up with, like so proud of you. I'm like they were proud of me when I moved here. Mm-hmm. And like made it a year of like you know paying my rent. <laughs> They're like, good for you. That's tough. And yeah. so like they've been proud of me for a long time. So, yeah, I grew up there, and I went to sc- college in Raleigh, North Carolina, Women's College. Really? Yeah, I I um didn't know I was gay then, which seems crazy. Did I was you? I straight, obviously. Did
0: you? Did you have <clears throat> any? I like any idea that did you?
1: Feel, no.
0: Just just for like.
1: I knew something was I knew something was off like I knew that I was a little too intense about certain friends um like I would get really bummed out if they would go like on a date with a guy and I just thought it was because I we were such good friends I was protective I didn't yeah it seems very naive now but it was a different time you know it was um I I went to college in 1998 and you know, the, the internet That's right, was right when I left n-
0: college. <laughs> By the way, I was twenty six. Yeah, the time. but it
1: was is a different time back then. It, was, it really was. The internet was not what it is now, and the the accessibility to things was not what it is now. And people didn't not many people had cell phones. There was no YouTube. Like Will and Grace was not on the air. There was no like like you talk about representation, and there was zero representation. Anyone that I knew from my hometown that was gay, they were in the closet or like
0: ellen was still in the closet yeah
1: ellen was still in the closet and like uh i remember rosie had a talk show and you're just like i don't really think she loves tom cruise like she says she does <laughs> yeah. like, you just knew something was off but like even in my hometown someone who i i was like this guy's clearly gay he was like married to a woman yeah and you're just like okay you just kind of take it for what it is and uh so i just didn't have that like i, I didn't see myself in anything to like sort of bring that out of me and um so yeah i just you know but i focused on i was kind of an overachiever i focused on like doing well in school and i was involved in like a million clubs and i played sport three sports year round what sports i played um um tennis i played college tennis and soccer and then i also growing up played basketball and softball wow all the gay all the gay sports uh, to I think actual- all
0: sports are gay. I know, right? <laughs> they they uh, said Aaron Hernandez, the guy that killed the Patriot. Yeah, they say he. They're saying he's gay now.
1: That's oh, f- but I thought that was always speculated. It but- was always
0: speculated. But I'm listening to a podcast about him. Yeah, and they're like, oh no, no, he was gay since he was a kid. Oh, and his dad cl- forced him into a fucking dark closet. Oh, really? Like just yeah. Well, I mean,
1: it's tough. It's a, it's- I, you
0: you can't forgive his dad, right? Obviously, because it's it's sad to do that to a child. Yeah, but his dad was you know of probably now is like a 80 60 year old Puerto Rican man yeah he didn't grow up with any yeah it's, idea it's of acceptance very
1: like a big no-no yeah uh, it's,
0: I interrupted you I apologize
1: no it's all right I don't even know what I'm saying you're
0: saying uh <laughs> you played sports all the gay sports, all the I said ga- all sports oh but you actually gay. had siblings I have two oh, yeah. older brothers oh really
1: yeah so they were a big influence on me I just, that's, you know, I was a tomboy. That's what, you know, tomboys are what you are before you know you're a lesbian.
0: I was a tomboy, my youngest.
1: <laughs> before you were a lesbian. Hard,
0: hardcore. <laughs> well, I think, well, I think, I've said this on stage and I've, I don't have a problem saying this. And I hope, I, I know, just knowing full well that there are people in the middle of the country that aren't as comfortable as we are. But right. But, I think Leanne and I are wondering if, I think Isla will be gay.
1: If you'll be gay? No, if
0: Isla, my youngest. I was like, if no, no, I'm definitely, like you and
1: your wife I'm definitely are wondering gay. i you're gay. I've always thought my wife is
0: gay. I'm not even joking. <laughs> when I first started dating her, I ran her by my lesbian friends. Yeah. I was like, do you think she's gay? Uh-huh. And they are like, no. Oh, I was like, hold on. You're like,
1: okay, good.
0: Because if you hang out with my wife, she yeah. just has got like a, I don't give a fuck yeah. attitude that I only witness in gay women.
1: Yeah. But there's, you know, but not clearly. It's not just a gay thing. Yeah. Some women are just I have guess. that thing. But you're you're talking about your daughter. My youngest daughter, yeah, has been
0: is a tomboy. Uh huh. Is not comfortable with showing any skin on any level. Yeah. Um, is not com- comfortable with femininity. Mm hmm. Uh, it does not is not into boys, but yeah. like is like.
1: Is she like super tight with her friends? Yeah, really in tight a, with her friends, but like in a way that well, you'll start to you'll kind of pick up uh, if if she has like some really good friends and she starts to get upset about those friends she's being with pretty dead boys. inside like my wife. Oh, Okay, yeah,
0: like she's like <laughs> she really does not. She's like when I was a kid, I used to I used to like fall in love with women that didn't give a fuck about me.
1: Oh yeah, I've been there.
0: Oh, it was like I've it been defined there. me.
1: I mean, that's a, it's hard though, because like, yeah, that unrequited love uh, is is tough. I I did I went through that a lot just because, you know, I didn't because I came out late. Once I came out, I started to continue that pattern of falling for like straight girls or oh really people that just didn't feel the same about me because I was so used to putting affection onto people that weren't giving it back to me. So that pattern continued for a while. It's tough to break.
0: I did that my whole life. I still think my wife barely that. I don't know. I think I married a chick that just gave up. She's just (laughs)
1: like, all right,
0: fine. I swear to God. You'll do. I've said a number of times, I love you so much more than you love me. Like I've said that all the time, and my and she doesn't even go. Oh, you're crazy. She goes stop. Like,
1: she, <laughs> she fucking enough. I get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's like I married you. What else do you want?
0: Uh, she's actually said that
1: <laughs> verbatim. Yeah, like verbatim. That was in her vows. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> sure. But yeah, so I. But and that was. But I. I think that is who I was always attracted to. Yeah. Is, I wasn't attracted to flighty women, meaning women that were looking for a better party. Right. I was just, I was attracted to, I was attracted to what I didn't think I could get. I think that yeah. enticed me.
1: Yeah, I get that.
0: What I could get, I never liked.
1: You were just like, yeah, it wasn't quite as exciting, I guess. Yeah. Do you like the chase in it, do you think?
0: Oh, I love the chase. Yeah. I love I love the development deal. I don't like the production. Uh-huh. I like the development deal. <laughs> I used to say, well, it it's the same be. thing with standup though. Yeah. I've talked to my therapist about this. I like getting in creativity's pants. I don't mm-hmm. like marrying creativity. Yeah. I don't like shooting a special. I don't like, I don't like uh, preparing for the special. Uh-huh. I like writing for the special. Right. Like if you told me you have a special in ten years that yeah. they're going to pay you ten million dollars, so you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about money, I'd yeah. be like, fuck yeah, I'll uh-huh. write because I love writing.
1: Do you? God, I wish I loved it. Oh. I have to do it, but I don't love it. Oh, I
0: love it more than anything. It's my, I've been, I just like, I, I. I can't even tell you what it is. It's almost it's almost like a first kiss, yeah, for me writing. Mm-hmm. so like, um, when I get into the preparing the special, yeah. meaning like I've got my material all mm-hmm. kind of like on paper. I've got my list, yeah, like all right, now it's time to dial it in, tighten it, pull out what's weak, mm-hmm. and really punch up what's great. and then and that takes about a hundred fifty shows for me roughly, okay, for me to go through. to
1: to get your special
0: to get my special like it, it takes it'll take maybe you know Maybe, maybe uh, a year to write Mm -hmm. for me to write and really feel like I've explored everything I want to explore maybe a little more and then dialing it in is, is, is a different story. And I, and I try to do, I crammed in, I think 150 spots, meaning hours, Mm -hmm. uh, right leading up to the special this time. Yeah. But that's where I'm filming every set. I'm watching every, every, Mm -hmm. I'm watching it. I I'll I'll do audio and video so I'll pair them up oh, so really? that I have tight cuz yeah because clean audio yeah. for me is imperative in watching it.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Um but yeah because it's the little nuances that uh-huh. you don't hear in a fucking
1: in your face and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And
0: so um but yeah, like the writing of material, I love it today. I it's it's almost like um It's almost like there's a wide open field and everything's mm-hmm. possible. Today I saw this is not. I don't know where this would ever make it my special. Yeah. But um, today I saw a guy <laughs> eating a banana. Right. <laughs> uh huh. But from afar, my vision's going bad. From afar, <laughs> I thought the peels of the banana were his hand. I thought oh, okay. it, I thought his hand was up like this. Yeah. Like. Like almost like this, and right. I was like, I was like, oh my god, poor guy, what's going on with him?
2: And then I saw him licking <laughs> his hand. He's eating the hand. banana. He's eating his hand, but I thought he was
0: licking his hand. I go, yeah. Oh, this guy's got it bad. Like oh, this man. guy's. and he's sitting with a really beautiful woman. Yeah. And they're sitting on the corner of Hollywood and Gower, uh-huh. and he's just sitting there uh, licking his hand. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and then I realize it's a banana, and I start laughing hysterically. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's what I love. I yeah. love Miss miss mis- taking in the world right yeah and then and then
1: and then, p- and then finding a way to put that back out there
0: yeah or saying yeah. something funny at a party and knowing uh-huh. that that has um infinite opportunities in my act to yeah. find its way in yeah well you I,
1: have such a funny take on things that you I think, know.
0: I think i think it's i don't know i i don't know were you always funny growing up
1: not really i mean people always ask my family that they were like you know is she just cracking you guys up they're like no she's like the least funny of all of us
0: i'm the least funny in my family
1: yeah because i i have a lot of there's a lot of characters in my family i bet your
0: brothers are fucking hilarious for some reason
1: they were but they then, were <laughs> then they became dads <laughs> that's what happens when you become a dad do
0: they live in the same hometown you grew up in
1: no they one lives in south carolina now and the other one moved to the beach of north carolina so across Ooh. the state um and he uh one one's he is really funny but he was the wild one when we were growing up and like the party guy and then he joined the coast guard and became very military very you know a rule follower by the book and then he had kids and so he's great guy i love both my brothers very much but they're a little more serious now as we get older and just being you know in the military he's just he'll crack jokes but there's not that like jovialness that he used to have
0: was what about your dad was he in the picture
1: my dad uh yeah he my dad my parents split like when i was 12 so he wasn't around as much but like he would you know pop up every couple weeks or i'd go stay with him every other every couple weeks and um i think like once i got to college uh he started to want to be at more around more you know and i think our big uh bonding moment we had like a father-daughter weekend at my uh women's college and i I remember like thinking like am i gonna ask my dad because he doesn't really like to do and you know stuff like he would never go to my sports games or anything and then he said yeah and, and so we had this like weekend together for the first time it'd been a long i mean we had you know growing up he was always around but for that chunk of time between their divorce and college he was kind of doing his own thing and then it like really brought us back together uh as you know i was like oh you know my my dad i love my dad and
0: really what did he do for a living
1: um he has uh he's had many jobs yeah uh when i was growing up he was like a traveling salesman for like cleaning products and then he like was a manager at a trucking company. Um, And then he retired and realized that uh, it's hard to live off of retirement. Um, And he went back to work. He's actually uh, the head janitor at an elementary school. Really? Yeah, he's Uh, like the only male on the whole campus and all the little kids love him. Um, And my mom was a teacher, so we were very much working class. Yeah. Very broke. We had no money, um, but, you know, everybody started working. I started working when I was 14. Really? Yeah. Doing what? Ice cream? Uh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, I started working at the recreation department in oh, yeah? my hometown.
0: Everyone I knew always had a job at an ice cream at parlor. At an ice cream parlor. I, I, they wouldn't
1: let me. I would have eaten all the ice cream. They're <laughs> like, no, you're bad for business. Uh, yeah, I, I like, had my parents sign the paperwork so I could start working early, you know, before, I think 15 is when you legally can, and then... Um, back. I don't know if it's the rules are still the same, but you could have your parents sign something. So I like taught, helped teach t ball and tennis, and I would line softball fields and pick up trash, and then like babysitting, like what everyone does. I
0: think I it's so funny because you go. I wasn't funny growing up, but I would imagine you to be the person that you get a summer job with Uh as a guy, and you fucking. Fall in love with because you guys just giggle. Yeah,
1: well, I would I would be funny like one on one for sure with like friends, but I was like chunk like in a chunky phase for a long time. So I was just like super fat and awkward. And then in ninth grade, I lost uh, like fifty pounds, and it really I don't know what it just like gave me some sort of confidence that I never had because before that was like super shy. And then after that I just sort of came out of my shell and I remember I would watch like Saturday Night Live, like every Saturday night I'd watch it and I'd tape it and I'd memorize like the sketches and then I'd go to tennis practice on Monday and recite all the like, you know, Mary Catherine Gallagher sketches or things like Uh, that and that would make people laugh. By the way, you
0: are just reading Isla's biography right now. Oh yeah? Because Isla fell in love with Mary Catherine Gallagher. Oh yeah, for sure. Fell in love with her, but she went through And this is interesting in that her modesty about clothes, Mm -hmm. she went through a a phase. I mean, if you ask Segura and Christina about Mm -hmm. Isla, they go, oh, I only know her naked. She was naked her whole childhood. Uh Never wore underwear up until like first grade, second grade. Like very, just a real free child. And then she broke both her arms. Oh, interesting. Yeah, broke them like one. And then while this one was yeah. almost about to be done, broke the other oh, one. I have a man. great video. I gave her two cake pops and she <laughs> couldn't get them in her mouth. <laughs>
1: and
0: uh, but she and, and then she gained weight. And yeah. in, in the gaining weight, she got very modest and very quiet.
1: It'll really affect your personality. You just really sort of does. go inward with everything, you know, and you just... Because you, when you're big like that and you're young, you don't want people to look at you. He like, I just want to like kind of, I just want to be in the corner. So I started observing. I was more of the observer for a long time, but then once I shed that weight, it allowed me to sort of be okay with sort of stepping up and having people look at me. And I remember like f- experiencing people laughing like in my group of friends, and I'd be like, "Wow, like I did that! I couldn't believe I did that!" And every time it would give me a little more confidence to be uh, funny. But I don't think naturally I was i almost had to like train myself to be funny and outgoing because i'm a little more introverted than people realize really yeah i love to be at home i love to be like by myself with my dogs or my like i'm very comfortable being alone but then i also love people you know so i have the duality with that and you know, I'll go on the road and do stand up and like especially when I was on when I was on Chelsea lately, everyone just assumed I was like a big partier um, cuz they'd see me on the show and I'd do all these crazy sketches and so every city I went to people were like, you know, wanting to like buying me tons of shots and wanting me to go out afterwards and I'm like, I just want to go home to my hotel and watch TV. For real? Yeah, I was boring. I was pretty boring.
0: That's so funny people assume I'm a big partier and I'm the same way. I just yeah. want to just kidding. I'm, I'm definitely... <laughs> I definitely got myself thrown in the bar. I've pads. seen some
1: videos of you. Yeah, I party
0: pretty fucking yeah. hard. I gotta, I, I, I'm trying to figure out... I talk, I was not rightfully so, probably. I shouldn't have done this. But I was talking to my daughter about uh, about uh, what I'm going to do this year. Because yeah. like, I don't... The problem with this month where we don't drink and do drugs sober is... Sober October. Sober October, we... Yeah. we I come out of it going, I don't really want to do that again. I always mm-hmm. get like, go. I got a month of like really healthy living. I yeah. feel good. I'm sleeping good. Oh, yeah. Like I sleep. I sleep so good right now.
1: That's awesome.
0: It's the best thing yeah. in the world to go.
1: It's important.
0: Yeah. I love sleeping right now. Yeah. I like waking up early.
1: Uh-huh. I like
0: I like making coffees. Like coffee is like I fucking love... funny
1: shit. Yeah, coffee is the best. When
0: you're drinking hard, coffee is like...
1: It's like a little treat all of a sudden. No,
0: no. When you're drinking hard, coffee can be a hardcore accelerant in like, oh, really? in like just uncomfortableness. Yeah. If I have coffee when I'm drinking, it. My, I think because my blood sugar is fucked up, mm-hmm. I can get shaky and like oh, yeah. feel like I'm having a panic attack.
1: Mm-hmm. That's no good.
0: But when I'm not drinking, I'm putting back coffee all day <laughs> yeah. long. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Are you a big coffee person? I
1: love coffee. Really? Yeah, I drink it. I uh, go every morning. I'm... I know I should make it at home. It's like my one splurge. I I oh, go such buy a treat it every day, morning. It's such a treat
0: to go get yourself. I coffee. know. I don't
1: know what it is about getting it in the cup. And do you just, go to the so, Starbucks right up there? I have, um, but my favorite place is Groundworks. Uh, have you ever been there? Uh-uh. So I did this thing. I kind of did what you did. I did a sober month of like, but like foods too, and like uh, no alcohol and really? um, this it, month uh no it was uh, earlier this year it's called it's called the whole 30 it's like ket, ket oh yeah keto. i've heard about Is yeah that? yeah i've heard about that um but you, it's like an elimination diet it's like for 30 days it's no sugar no dairy no gluten no alcohol soy and that stuff wow and i because i had put like really put on the pounds especially when my fiance moved in with me we're just like let's eat and be on the couch every night
0: there's no better fa- when I Leanne mean, and i got engaged
1: yeah
0: uh I wasn't drinking at the time, mm-hmm. and she was introducing me to movies. Yeah,
1: and and I was like,
0: I was like 186 pounds. I felt great. I was yeah. in great shape. I fucking fall in love. Uh-huh. Moved in together. I'm not partying. I don't care yeah. about partying. And I started making r- elaborate desserts.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. There's no better <laughs> feeling than
0: making a ice cream sundae with a hot fudge oh, brownie underneath, and just watching the Philadelphia yeah, story. Eating
1: it together. Oh. You're so in love. Yeah, we just both just like blew up I was always big but it got out of control (laughs) so beginning this year we were just like we are gonna die we have to reel it in so we did that and when I did that month of all no, no none of that stuff I started drinking milk alternatives so I really am into like oat milk right now and cashew milk um, and I don't put sugar in my coffee, but Groundworks makes their own cashew milk and it's awesome. You should try really? it. I've never had cashew milk. It's good. It's got like a little natural sweetener sweetness in it.
0: Well, cashews are really tasty. Mm-hmm. Someone says I had an argument with uh, you know Allison Rosen?
1: I don't, I'm sure I do. She's I'm great. I'm, you gotta, I'm really be, bad with names, but I she I,
0: she thinks almonds are the best of nuts. Mm no. I, just, yeah, I don't
1: I, think so. What's your favorite nut? Cashews are the best of nuts. Oh
0: no no, she that's it. I'm sorry. She said cashews. <laughs> okay Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, yeah. your favorite? Uh honestly, pecans.
1: That's your favorite? I
0: love a pecan. Oh. <laughs> I like pecans. I like uh there's a a nut uh, that I think I got out of North Carolina called redskins. Uh-huh. It's uh it's nuts that have the shell taken off but the skin's still on it
1: oh i haven't had that
0: they're fucking amazing Look. i'm going through a big nut phase right now oh are you yeah like dry roasted peanuts i'm fucking murdering uh-huh. i'm going through a big uh protein bar nut phase right now a lot of
1: nuts birds going through a nut phase
0: i uh but i drink almond milk Almond Yeah, milk almond is milk mine. is
1: good but i mean well almond milk is the best of the milk alternatives because it doesn't yeah. have a lot of sugar cashew milk does have an oat milk has some sugar in it it's natural but almonds are probably it, the healthiest. is it
0: better off milk do you find I
1: mean I am not an expert on dairy but, but you know for, you? for me yeah because my uh, dairy makes my skin break out and um you know there are people have all kinds of different thoughts on dairy whether or not it's good or bad that's a you know I don't know but for me like uh, it cleared up my skin.
0: That's great. I'm, I have a rash on my cheek that has gotten bad and good, mm-hmm. and I can't. F- I can't for the life of me figure it out. Sometimes I, it's
1: sugar or dairy, because I would get lots of. Oh, I wonder if I should just do the. Th- Maybe I'll do that in November.
0: Go yeah. clean, except for alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting, like, I'm putting, I'm putting the alcohol pretty back hard in. in November. What's
1: your alcohol of choice?
0: Uh, I don't know. I may reset my buttons. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I may. I may just go uh, Moscato or something. <laughs>
1: Not expecting Moscato. <laughs> I don't even know what Moscato is. I'd like a sweet wine. <laughs> um, I
0: don't know. I'm thinking. Um, I mean, I've always been a Tito and sodas guy. Okay, but um, right now I've I'm editing. I just edited. I just posted it on Instagram. A video of my body. Uh, right before we started Sober October. Uh-huh. And so I was 246. Mm-hmm. I was, um, and I'm just looked bloated. Yeah. And I don't know what that was. And I don't know if my liver's good. Like my, all my enzymes are good. I'm, I'm, yeah. My health, my health is good.
1: Did you guys do like a blood panel or I something? I did. I did oh, a okay. full blood panel before, yeah. but
0: it was all perfect. Not perfect, yeah. but not in nothing out of range. Yeah. Um, And then I measured my entire body. Mm-hmm. And I've can, I can tell <coughs> that I look deflated. Oh really?
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Well, a month of no alcohol, you know. Well, I had
0: a, I had like, if we're gonna be fair, I had a week on a cruise with Bobby Kelly. I saw that eating. We were eating like fucking kings.
1: I know because those cruises you can eat like a million meals a day. I
0: was working out, but I was eating. Yeah. I'm, I might have gained 10 pounds just, just eating on that, that Yeah. Yeah, I can gain qu- weight really quick. Oh, I can me, gain me 20 too. pounds like that. Me too. And I can shed it pretty quick. I think yeah. I'm down, probably down maybe. I don't know. I'll be interested to see what I weigh tomorrow.
1: Oh, you haven't weighed yourself? Oh, what you're I not supposed myself. to weigh yourself the whole month?
0: I haven't because I wanted to surprise myself. Right, yeah. Uh, I bet you've
1: lost probably like... Ten pounds.
0: I hope. I I hope ten would be cool, but t- yeah. no one can see ten pounds when you put it on video camera. Uh-huh. No one's like, oh god, he looks great.
1: <laughs>
0: you gotta <laughs> Those lose twenty cameras.
1: Adding ten pounds.
0: I I have a. I I think <laughs> I have a diff d- a definite um eating disorder problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, in
1: like what way? Like eating too much or?
0: Oh well, that's one of them. Uh, yeah. I I think it's it, it's across the board. Uh-huh. I I impulsively eat and compulsively eat I can't stop yeah. myself uh-huh. uh, like if I wake up from a nap I will light up uh, fucking Samoas Yeah, like a box of Samoas uh-huh. I'll eat a box of Samoas yeah. and I don't have a problem chasing it with two candy bars
1: oh wow like really I,
0: like to the place where I'm like it's a junkie. It's yeah. like a real ju- Like, I have. I drink a lot, but uh-huh. I don't have a problem with booze yeah. the way I do with food.
1: I mean, obviously, I have a food thing, too.
0: But, like, do you ever I find yourself, like, going, like, you can't <clears throat> stop yourself?
1: I, I don't eat. <clears throat> like, I, I used to think I was crazy. I was like, I know I don't eat. I mean, I don't always make the best choices. I'm like, if I want, like, whatever, I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to eat whatever. But I don't eat, like, a ton of it. and um, But I've always been big. And when, when my fiance moved in with me, she was like, you really don't eat like crazy. I never eat like two I'm not going to like Taco Bell, like two in the morning. I'm not like your typical, like, oh, they're just like eating in secret. Yeah. (laughs) Just shoving tons of food uh, down in my face. I just make bad choices, but I I don't eat like a gross amount of food. I just put on weight so easy. My metabolism is just not what uh, some people are blessed to have i wish
0: i had i wish i had the metabolism of my daughters my daughters right before mm-hmm. you came like we just we were sitting around georgia got out of school isla walked in the house and georgia was like you know what would be great right now and i go what and she's like wetzel's pretzels oh yeah did and you I, guys go it was, so we ran up to the oh motherfucker i wonder what i did anyway yeah i <laughs> i just bought a I just, well, I just bought a big tuna yeah uh pokey thing and i i georgia brought it in the house uh-huh. and now i can just envision it sitting where the dogs are and they're murdering it <laughs> oh
1: that's what you were thinking about yeah, You i should text georgia yeah. real like see
0: what she did with the fucking poke
1: hopefully the dogs aren't eating it right now but um
0: but yeah i i, I didn't eat wetzel pretzels uh-huh. i have i have a i have a double problem is that i do uh-huh. get into a place where i can't shut it down yeah i can't stop myself mm-hmm. and then i get to a place where i make really bad decisions also yeah pizza is my one if i if there's pizza in our fridge and i know that sounds so silly but if there's pizza in our fridge i will eat all of it yeah and i'll eat it when i don't need to like i'll be doing real good and then the alternative is where i'm at right now where i'm almost not feeding myself yeah because i know i'm losing weight so then i just go it's almost like a control thing where i start going uh, just a half a little, little, little bite of protein bar. Yeah, little bites, three hundred calories. If you eat eat hundred calories of a protein bar, you're fine. Hundred yeah. calories, you're fine. Coffee, more coffee. Right, um, right. Let's let You know what? Let's get some tuna, raw tuna. Yeah. You know what? Let, and it's and it's just it's not a healthy diet.
1: Yeah, I'm probably the same with me when I did that whole thirty. It was more like I would like to do the whole thirty. You know, I'm calling lost, my daughter. I lost, to make I lost sure. eighteen pounds on it in a month. Did you
0: really? Yeah. Eighteen pounds in a month I'm is down, fucking I'm awesome. I'm down
1: thirty now.
0: Hey Georgia, did you put my tuna thing in the fridge? no can you make sure that the dogs haven't eaten it and throw it in the fridge for me yes all right thank you you're welcome i love you
1: love you um that's when kids come in handy
0: yeah i guarantee you it's all over the couch
1: but i I, you know it's weird because like if when if somebody were to like put like a really healthy dish in front of me and i would be like i'll eat that and be happy with that and totally be fine but if i'm left to my own devices of like a menu. <clears throat> all bets are off you oh, know
0: oh, oh no no i'll beach on that i'll beach on that you know what i do i order two of whatever yeah i order like i go i i used to say um this is me ordering God, I kind of want the that, but I kind of want that. I'm gonna get both of them, uh-huh. and then I'll go. I'll just eat half of each, and then I'll eat both of each. Yeah, I said to I said to Rogan one time. I was he's like, so you dying dieting? I wasn't even joking. I was like, you know what? I'm cutting back on appetizers. Uh-huh. He was like, do you realize how fucking ridiculous that is? <laughs> You're like, like,
1: whatever it takes.
0: Yeah, but if I just cut back on appetizers, maybe yeah. that'll be the.
1: He's like the such a healthy guy though, right? He's
0: yeah, but I it's it's uh, uh yeah, I, I I can't even. I can't even wrap my... I, I, I'm at a loss of words for it right now because mm-hmm. uh, we're doing that fitness challenge. Yeah. And you really do... It is very clear how different he is than everyone else. Well, he's it, like
1: a... He, he probably approaches it like an athlete, right? Like He uh, definitely
0: does. He 100% does. Mm-hmm. I mean, his workouts are outrageous. Like, I I'll bet. just show you the standings of our fitness challenge right now. Um, we, we're all wearing these heart rate monitors mm-hmm. for the whole month. <clears throat> yeah. And... Uh, God damn it. Tom's, Whose idea was this? Fucking Tom's such a cunt. Um is <laughs> Seguras. He's such a fucking idiot. I fucking he drives me nuts. Segura's. Um, and so right now I have eight thousand five hundred points for the month. So okay. you get so like a really solid workout is like two hundred points. Okay. Okay. So um we're all putting in really hard workouts, yeah. usually two day two a day. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. I have
0: 8,500. Tom mm-hmm. has 8,600. Ari has 9,100. And Joe has 11,000. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's like so far above ahead yeah. of us <laughs> that there's no like, and he really does. I think he looks at food as a way to feed the machine. The fuel, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I don't think there's there is an enjoyment. He loves to have a glass of wine. Right, right. I think he loves elk. Uh-huh. But I think the fact that elk is good for him, mm-hmm. I really think that his hunting is a byproduct of them staying healthier yeah and focused
1: yes yeah, some people just have that mentality where food is completely just for fuel yeah and that you know they but and i'm like good for them Dude, <laughs> I've it's never, a reward it's I've a never reward been for built me. like that and i i wish i had a healthier view and relationship with food but I, I don't you know i'm from the south we like to eat we're just like what's
0: your favorite thing to eat in the south
1: Oh, anything with a biscuit <laughs> you know just put a fried piece of chicken on a biscuit. Country fried steak has yeah.
0: to me with two eggs over easy country so fried good. steak with a, if you go to like uh, like, uh, uh wa- not Waffle House country, Cracker Barrel, what, Cracker Barrel. Uh-huh. I love Cracker Barrel yeah, they're to this good. day I love Cracker Barrel it's so good. I'm amazed how many times I went into Cracker Barrel and just fucked up 3,000 <laughs> calories and didn't even think twice <laughs> yeah. about it Cuz now like, if I go to Cracker Barrel, I'm like, oh, I should be running half a marathon today.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's very uh fried and they they put a a basket of biscuits and cornbread when you sit down, so you're already starting off on a on a Do, bad you, note. Have you
0: ever had have you ever had um a dressing where they Oh, w- the
1: like uh for Thanksgiving? No,
0: yeah, like it's like my wife's grandmother used to make yeah. it. And it was almost just like it, it's like
1: corn it's like sage and stuff it's like cornbread ish
0: yeah oh yeah. my god that's the best thing i've ever had in my it's life really good Oh, ho, ho, ho,
1: ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh now we're just hungry.
0: So like a mil- like like say say you say you sign a deal tomorrow. Yeah. Uh your own talk show. Okay. It shoots wherever the fuck you want it to shoot.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. guests will come to you. Not a big deal. Mostly it's about you. <laughs> that sounds you get awesome. your own studio. Where do you shoot it? Do you shoot it in LA or do you go back to North Carolina? I'd shoot it here. Really?
1: I mean I love North Carolina. I love going to visit, but LA's like my gonna be my forever home. For real? Yeah, I love it here. I don't I mean I love the, the sunshine i like i feel like sunshine just puts you in a good mood yeah i know sometimes people miss seasons but i travel so much like touring that i get a weekend of seasons and i'm good i love waking up every day to the sunshine and i have like really good friends here and i it's i've made it like it feels like a home now and I would, yeah, I would shoot it here. It's like
0: the nuclear community you build around you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're so far away from your, your family when you first move here. You just, your family, your friends become your family.
0: How did you make friends when you first got out to L.A.? Oh, that's it was, like, the it I was think hard. It's the scariest part of moving to a new city is making friends.
1: Oh, my God. It was so hard, especially, you know, having lived in a small town where like you walk in a gas station and you can make a friend yeah i moved to la and like nobody wanted anything to do with me and i i sort of became introverted again that like old shyness sort of settled back in my first two years here i had a really tough time i I think i made like one or two friends in the first two years i was here um i uh i just i but i started making friends when i i joined the groundlings the the improv theater here in LA I was like and I only joined it with the goal of making friends I never thought I was gonna be a comedian really yeah because I didn't move out to LA to to, I'd never done stand-up before I'd never done improv I'd, I'd done theater um in college but I really sucked at it I had like terrible stage fright
0: (laughs) i know i'm I'm, i but knowing you and your act and seeing you so much you i'm imagining you being bad as funny being bad but i'm imagining you like making eye contact with the audience going right
1: yes i was so bad but also in my defense uh our theater director liked very weird obscure plays like plays no one had ever heard of like stuff very modern stuff where when you're in the south people like "Ah, what 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 is this like we just want to see like steel magnolias yeah 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 and and, um you know so he would always have those plays which i never fit in with so i'd end up in the sound booth half the time just like i press and play uh when it was time for the music and um and so when i moved out to la and i wanted i remember i wanted to do improv i i went to one of those like improv olympic shows and i was like i really want to do this and they're like we have a free class come check it out and i went to the free class being like oh my god this is so cool and they were like uh you know the classes are like 400 dollars for six weeks and i was like i don't have 400 I mean, dollars. i was so broke for so, wait, so what was, much what was of my the, life what was
0: the leap from all girls <clears throat> college to la
1: So I was the, in my uh, overachieverness in that part of my life, I was the student body president of my college and uh, ended up being voted to be the student speaker at graduation. And we had a commencement speaker um, who was an actress in LA who was from North Carolina. Wait, how do I know who uh, this is? I don't know, Emily Proctor. Have you
0: talked about her before?
1: Like a a while, like in some various things here and there. She was the blonde one on uh, CSI Miami. Yep, I know Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So she and I just like hit it off and she just was like, you know, let me know if I can ever do anything for you. And I didn't really think there was anything that she could do. And there was nothing I wanted, but like through a random series of events that summer, she ended up offering me a job as her assistant in L.A. And I was like, oh, well, this... It was like a cool life experience so i moved to la to work for her and i was a really bad assistant <laughs> so bad because i'm not very type a i'm very laid back as you can yeah, yeah. <laughs> see on my i can't
0: imagine you like, I can, I can <laughs> going dry cleaning
1: shit i would i would totally be like i did, yeah i was just like a little flighty at times like uh where i was just like oh you know i'll i'll get to that tomorrow (laughs) you know or i would just like i like my main job was like take care of her cat and i lost her cat like four times i was 23 i didn't know what the hell i was doing i was in la totally overwhelmed I, i can't imagine bringing someone out from tiny north carolina small town north carolina to la and expect them to just go about LA, it, 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 figuring it out. I just was clueless, so yeah. I sucked balls at that. But job. it said something
0: about your personality that someone like Emily Proctor would f- meet you and say, "If yeah. there's anything I can do, to help you." Hey, why don't you come out and be my assistant? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was
1: awesome. It was so that you know, I, I I'm always grateful to her for that. For like, I would not have come to you LA. You keep in touch with her? No, we we have I've it's, we have a um one of her best friends. I keep in touch with and. I actually heard from her like a couple months ago and she was like, "Oh, Emily says hi. Like, we don't have bad blood or anything." Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I sucked. She fired me for sure. But uh <laughs> <laughs> we're cool. Um, was, my only job was watching. <laughs> you had one job, Fortune. I know. Her cat, her cat was like walking into the closet. I swear to God there was like a portal to Narnia or something <laughs> in there it would disappear for like two hours and i was like oh my god i can't find your cat and i'd like call my mom in north carolina like she could do anything freaking out and and then the cat like two hours later would just like walk out and be like what's up guys and she would look in the emily would look in the closet too and couldn't find him i don't know where That's he went crazy um but yeah i definitely <laughs> deserved to get fired because i just sucked at it you know and but from there, I just it motivated me to like figure out what my life was going to be here in L.A. I started writing while I was working for her. I started writing uh, part-time as an entertainment journalist. Uh, her neighbor l- worked for the L.A. Daily News and was like, oh, I heard from your uh, graduation speech that you can write. And uh, do you want to start covering movie premieres for me? I was like 23, 24. I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So like I had this like random entertainment journalism career for like the next eight years.
0: Holy shit!
1: And so that was like my day job, and uh, then at night I started taking improv classes um, to make friends. And my teachers were just like, "Oh, you're funny. You should keep doing this." And then like it quickly became a passion. So during the day I would like interview celebrities, and then at night I would be doing sketch shows and improv shows and then two years after i started the groundlings that's when i started stand-up at the comedy store
0: really you started at mm-hmm. the store
1: yeah i i took a uh, stand-up class <clears throat> do you know adam barnhart i do he he does he i don't know if he still does he used to do a uh, shows every sunday night in the belly room
0: i I do i know the name
1: yeah he he's been around uh the comedy store for a while and so he taught a class and i someone was like i'll take his class and um it's just kind of what got me started and then he uh after i finished his class he was like you know if if you want to do the music uh for my show i'll give you 10 minutes every sunday night so it was a brand new stand-up to like no you know i had 10 minutes every week like it was huge because like normally in the beginning you get like three minutes yeah and you're like scrambling to get that you know so i got to like build material a lot faster than most new comics so i went through the store i think a little bit quicker than some people so like a about a year and a half after starting the belly room brett ernt saw me at a show and was like oh you should you know you need to showcase her mitzi and uh so he like put in a good word for me and then like i think six months later i got to showcase and that just two years into stand-up and then uh mitzi passed me as not a full paid regular but as the um you like uh, you can perform in the belly room on did you just see my do- <clears throat> oh my god oh my god that's my daughter isla <laughs> she just walked by in a giant dinosaur costume <laughs> hi <laughs> they're like don't mind us
0: i was just gonna comment on that georgia looks like she's dressed to impress yeah and then i walked by in a fucking dinosaur, in a costume. dinosaur
1: costume they are definitely your kids
0: oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um so wait so you got passed as a
1: as a like a not a quite a paid regular but like they did the in-between thing where it's like you can perform on fridays in the belly room
0: and is that where you met chelsea
1: no so i did i did last comic standing in 2010 and that was just two and a half years in the stand-up and Holy um, shit i know it was Is all... that almost overwhelming though yeah, I was way in over my head.
0: Because at two and a half years, I mean, I, at twenty years, I feel very competent to do yeah, something like maybe that. It was
1: three, it was three years, but not. Still, that's like at nothing. At three
0: years, I had, I was, um, at three years, I was way in over my head, and yeah. I, I had a, t- I had a couple t- TV shows at the time, uh-huh. and I had maybe fourteen minutes.
1: It's yeah, and people want you to do an hour. Yeah, you're like. Oh my god yeah i don't know I, yeah i mean i was three years in uh, but i had been doing i like hit the ground running when i started stand up i was doing like six nights a week just as many shows as i could really? like i just like was like and you were naturally
0: really funny like just naturally on it, stage
1: it just felt comfortable you know it just felt like something i was you know i was like oh this is like this fits me and and the two years in improv definitely helped because even though i was three years in a stand-up i was five years into comedy improv improv so,
0: improv will teach it if improv is I would if if I could start all over probably mm-hmm. knowing what I know now, I probably yeah. would have just gotten into improv classes. It
1: frees you like so that I it got rid of all my stage fright and it just it gives you this confidence that no matter what, you'll figure it out. So yeah. By the time I uh got to Last Committee Standing I was five years into comedy, three years in the stand up. I just didn't have the material. Yeah. So I did like four episodes and then didn't move on and I people were like, You got robbed I'm like, You guys Hi. I had the perfect amount of time. I would have eaten it so hard if I had gone one more episode. I had no more material. Yeah, I used everything I had. You know, it, 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 that was clean. And I mean, I remember like calling Karen Kilgariff, being like, "I don't know what to do." Like, you know, and she helped me with a couple jokes, and uh, and then six months after Last Comic Standing, I got the I uh, submitted to be a writer on Chelsea's show. So
0: you didn't meet Chelsea beforehand? Mm -mm. You guys got along so fucking well. Yeah. But I just assumed that she had known you from the mm -mm. clubs.
1: I submitted, they did a big search for a new writer, got tons of submissions. I don't know how mine got through because I I had never written on a TV show, just the journalism stuff. And I got a meeting with the producers and then that led, they came to see me at the Groundlings. By that point, I was in the Sunday company. Uh, doing sketch comedy every week, and so
0: you're still doing sketch at Groundlings while yeah, doing I did stand them up?
1: both at the same time, ah, which was tough, really tough.
0: Did you have any hopes of getting on SNL?
1: Yeah, I tested twice for them. Really, they flew me out twice. Yeah, two Shut summers up. in a row, night 2009, 2010. I came so close, really, and like everybody wanted me, but they were just like, you know, Lauren's the last speed bump. And he's like on the fence. He's just, I just don't think he was into me. And that, you know, it's a personal. You seem
0: like a no brainer for that show.
1: It would have been, you know, that was my dream. That's your dream when you're young. And that's because I grew up watching Saturday Night Live. And I had, you know, my friends were getting on the show. And uh, my agent. Who were you
0: friends with that got on the show?
1: uh, Taron Killam got on the show. He was there. He just left like two seasons ago uh Now Chris Red's a good buddy of mine, yeah, know, and um, uh, Melissa Via Senor, uh, Mikey Day's a good friend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was very close, and I, I tested twice. And Lauren and Kristen Wade came to see me, and a few other people at the Groundlings. So he saw me three times. Uh,
0: I would think. I would think. I would have thought. I I came to terms very quickly in my stand-up career that I wasn't getting on SNL. Yeah. And I I, I SNL had been a dream for me too. I thought mm-hmm. that's where I'd end up. Yeah. Um. And uh. And then like, not even joking. Like, two months into stand-up, I was like, oh, I'm not getting on SNL. I can't do an impression of anyone.
1: <laughs> Impressions are hard. I can't do them either.
0: But I was I I would watch uh guys do impressions like uh dc ben dc benny was so good at like a like a a one second impression nailing it going Mm -hmm. like this is jeff goldblum getting an eye exam
1: yeah
0: or this is dot 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 and i and i was i could not do an impression to save my fucking life
1: (laughs) i did like caricatures of people they weren't like exact impressions i couldn't
0: even do that yeah i couldn't do anything like when i got into stand-up I didn't know how to do what I do today. Uh-huh. I, I, I literally, but I, mean, I could do it, but when it happened, it would be good, but I yeah. didn't know how to get there right. on a regular basis. And I and I couldn't do anything, so I, I did a lot of what I did was just kind of like stupid young comic shit yeah. for like f- fucking 15 years. Yeah. Of just like... If, you're just if, finding your voice. Yeah, you're finding you know? your voice, but it's like I didn't know how to do... I mean, you know, I don't know. I I think I found my voice very early and then lost it.
1: Right. I, you know, I did all characters and impressions for my both my auditions. I regret not doing stand up. Oh
0: my god, yeah.
1: And I don't know why. I think because I, if the irony of the whole thing is, if I had the skills, then that I have today, it might have been a whole different ball game. What I, how I've grown since two thousand nine or two thousand ten to today is like night and day but you're
0: still young they could definitely still put you
1: I, I don't know i feel like that ship has sailed i, I feel so. like a little too old for that show now i do it at
0: 45
1: yeah at 45 you would do it Fuck i don't no. know they need grown in there too it's a, tough, it's, a <laughs>
0: it's
1: a tough it's a tough job i'd
0: leave my family and go you're live like, in new york, new york for 2500 a week yeah that's what they get paid they don't get paid anything. they get paid nothing and and you're like
1: and that's the hard part you feel like you're kind of starting over in a way but, no,
0: I do one season of SNL, and then I quit it makes on you air. you sign for seven years. I quit years on though. air. I quit on air. <laughs> Final episode. <laughs> Fuck this! I quit. <laughs> Suck my dick. I'll be on tour. Bobby That's true. All you gotta tour. do is
1: cuss, and yeah. they'll fire you. <laughs> yeah, cuss on, on live uh, television. But it wasn't meant to be. And but my agent uh, was their casting director. As soon as she left, she called me up. So I I know I did it good job it just i wasn't for him and i'm not for everybody and no one's for everybody you have people that like you and people that don't you know
0: what's the what was the what was your experience like on chelsea i gotta be honest with you i have like a subtle like i'd say crush is the right word but a little bit of an infatuation with chelsea oh really yeah but it's a chase
1: is that chasing you she'd be like a woman that's like hard to get
0: yeah, probably. And I called I- her a cunt in my last special. <laughs> but I think she's... I mean, she, I don't think she'd enjoy it, but uh, still... <laughs>
1: You don't think she'd enjoy me I don't think she, I, she definitely wouldn't be enjoying going <laughs> It was
0: because Ida was saying the the word cunt at uh-huh. a at a pool. She yeah. Was, she didn't know what it meant. She was just saying it. Yeah. I said, I, said, I walk up. And there she is yelling at the top of her lungs like she just got done working with Chelsea Handler. Because <laughs> I, I, Chelsea always had the reputation of yeah. being difficult to work with, uh, I, to say the least. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> I've well, heard her, the other people said so. Well,
1: you know, like you said earlier, she just took to me right away. I don't know why or how. Like, Yeah. Uh, when I was interviewing with her, um, I for sure thought I didn't get the job. Like ten minutes into my interview, she it was on it. She was sitting on a couch like that. She just stood up in the middle of. I think I was talking. She Just stood up. She's like, "Okay, thanks for coming." And I was like, "Oh, she hates me. Like I did not get the job." And then yeah. they call me the next morning. They're like, "You got the job." I'm like, "What?" Like, and I just learned like from the like day one of my interaction with her, she's different. And like, she's not someone to take things personal with. Like, and I think that's where. I think some, a lot of
0: people worked with her, took things personal. Yeah.
1: And I think that's where, you know, if anyone did have a difficult time working with her, it is was based on they would take it personal. And I just, I figured out her personality right away. And I was just like, oh, she's just who she is. She's just like, gets to the point. She's short. You know, she knows what she wants. She's busy. She doesn't waste time. Like, that's not anything I didn't do anything. There's nothing against me. And then yeah. she's going about her life.
0: Yeah, I definitely would not have existed well on that show. Yeah. I take things very personal. Really? Oh. Well, I
1: think just like having my like two brothers, they like, you know, razz me all the time and I just got had like got a that thicker skin and just Yeah. Learned to not be a I can be sensitive for sure. Oh,
0: I'm so fucking sensitive. Um
1: I mean I'm a cancer. I can be very sensitive. She chat
0: her dog well she has two dogs one of them's named Bert. yeah she chastised her dog and I felt it
1: <laughs> you felt like you were getting reprimanded. <laughs> what happened was what
0: happened was uh, uh, uh last year I want to say it was last year um I, I started I think that's when I really started picking up on Instagram or maybe it was a year maybe yeah. it was two years ago but she, I went on a ski trip and she was on a ski trip uh-huh. and she was on a she ended up skiing for a month and I know
1: I was like is she ever coming home
0: <laughs> and that is when I was like I couldn't I would like every morning I'd be like is she still skiing like and, and then and then I started yeah. that's when I started following her on her Instagram yeah. and then I think she just got that dog Bert and then her dog's Bert like Bert get in bed with me and I was like is she talking to me is she talking and then when I got ready to do my special I was like like i was like i got a little homage to chelsea yeah. in there but uh but yeah i've I, lost a there are a lot of women have come after me because i called her a cunt oh really oh yeah
1: i you know women women have different it you know different opinions of the word but
0: women like everyone gets offended by things and I people mean, that's, are allowed that's to the, yeah
1: ultimately what it is we're yeah. in a time where Someone gets offended no matter what.
0: Yeah. And someone's going to get upset about something. And, yeah. and sometimes outrage is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's measured. Sometimes right. people have a legit point and you yeah. go, and I think our job is to go, oh, I got to ignore the ones that are outrageous. And then I got to listen. Mm-hmm. Those guys who just ignore all of it right. isn't healthy. Yeah. Like I'll never apologize for a joke, yeah. but we'll stop telling a joke based on someone's feelings, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not try- i am trying to think of an example of that, but like I've had, I've had, I had a joke about, I had a joke that I used to tell a long time ago mm-hmm. about something about getting a blow job for my wife. And this woman got really upset by it.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Really upset. And I, and I just said in my head, I was like, it's an old joke. It's already been on a special. Yeah. And then more importantly, like, is this, am I, cause that's, that's the pro the flaw with being the thing that no one's noticing mm-hmm. in this, in the, the changes that are happening the flaw with being a a, a straight white male mm-hmm. is that we've been living in a society that hasn't really been calling us on our shit uh-huh. for a very long time. Yeah. And so you it's very easy to not allow people to call you on your shit mm-hmm. and just go I, I'm don't fucking come on man. It's yeah. a joke. Right. It's a joke. And yeah. then once once you uh, it's not woke, but once you get to a place where you're like yeah, that is pretty fucked up. I didn't, you know, I was not hearing uh, it from that perspective. Right, Like uh <clears> Todd <throat> Todd Glass's perception on the word gay, to call mm-hmm. things gay. Yeah. I don't I, I think that I was oblivious when he came out on yeah. Marin's podcast said the reason I like it is cuz if you're a young kid coming to terms with sexuality and you hear your friends calling a shirt gay or a car gay yeah. and it's, it's not the negative cool, commentation. Then that yeah. applies to you and I was yeah. like that makes sense. Mhm. I was yeah. like Yeah, I was like, "Oh, cool man, thanks for sharing." Yeah. Uh I, so th- I think that's part of I don't know what we were talking about but we were talking part about, of getting of people getting offended is we were going talking like, about
1: calling Chelsea <laughs> yeah,
0: whatever <laughs> I'm never going to meet her
1: I doubt it. I bet. I mean, I, I doubt that's true. I think. I bet you will meet her. Yeah. I, I can't I, I, believe you haven't met her.
0: When will we ever meet? Well, when she's she like constantly home,
1: like, traveling. I she's traveling. Seen she's seen a She's got a new Netflix
0: show. Yeah, and, she's a busy, busy yeah, lady. I mean, I'm fucking tr- about to start a tour. Yeah. for the next eight months. I know. If we run into each other,
1: I'm just glad. I mean, she she gave me a job. At, honestly, at a time where I, I had been pounding the pavement just trying to get something to happen and i had you know tried out for the snl twice and two summers in a row no uh, no go on those and i was getting from every angle like we don't get you we don't get what you do really like me being different was not a positive thing. And are um, you serious? Yeah, I mean, I because it's
0: such a positive thing now. It,
1: now it is. It, it's finally like come to 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 be one of my best assets. But back then it was not. I mean, I, I it took me forever to get representation. Even uh, even after I got my manager, even when I got Chelsea, I still I had agencies telling me no. They wouldn't even take a meeting with me. Even after wow. I had booked I had been on Chelsea lately for three to four years I had sold two pilots shot one of them with a Tina Fey as a producer had just booked a guest spot on Mindy which turned into a series regular but before that turned into a series regular two of the big agencies would not even take meetings with me and I was like what like what do I gotta do to like be an asset to you know the, these people and at this point i've found my you know the, the perfect fit so it doesn't matter in the long run but you're always like trying to prove yourself to people out here but like weren't with, you
0: on john mulaney's <clears throat> show
1: yeah i did like three episodes of that
0: you did you've i mean you've worked a ton
1: yeah i've been i've i've been lucky to be in a lot of things but um but i mean chelsea really opened that door she was the first person that was like you're different <laughs> and I like it, It yeah. like I, that appeals to me.
0: She had a good knack for yeah. finding really talented people mm-hmm. and showcasing them. I really, I, I'd always wanted to get on that show because yeah. I love entertainment news. It's well, like my favorite thing in the what's
1: world. What's so funny is I really wanted to get on that show too as a panelist and yeah. I got told no like five times. Are you serious? He said I was too laid back, but it never went, I realize now it never went up to Chelsea. It just went. It just went where it went and I was told no. Chris Frangiova. <laughs> <laughs> and then but then once I was hired and they got to know me and my personality they're like oh she's just laid back but she is yeah. funny oh yeah and that show was very rapid pace it you was know such a great show so, but, but such
0: a great ju- was a jumping great, off oh, place for, sure, for all of you guys for sure but I would it have, really showcased your personality
1: yeah and I would have never gotten the opportunity to be on the show had I not been hired as a writer first yeah so I kind of got the chance to prove myself but then once I left Chelsea you know the I, I really i left chelsea early before it ended to pursue acting because that was always my goal um and then after that you know the, the doors started opening a lot you more. left
0: chelsea you left that's uh, that should be noted you left a paycheck
1: i that was one of the hardest decisions i've ever made in my life
0: because why because you weren't being able to go out and audition
1: well, I had always wanted to be an actor. Like I, my my dream was to, ha, like have some sort of sitcom or something. Yeah. Um. And I even told told her that long before I thought about leaving. You know, she asked like, "What's your dream?" And I was like, "To have my own sitcom." And um. And I got the opportunity to uh to be in a Tina Fey pilot. And you what know, what was that pilot? Uh, it was called um uh what was it called Cabot College. It was for Fox. And, you know, when you're a full-time writer on a show, you can't also be an actor. So I had to to pick one. And uh, at the time, we didn't know that the Chelsea show would be ending. You know, we didn't know what the future held. And I had to make that really tough call because, like, I was getting a steady paycheck. And I loved that job. I loved it. It seemed
0: like such a fun show.
1: It was. I loved the people. We laughed all day, every day um but i oh my I,
0: god that's a fucking oh uh, it was impossible uh, conundrum oh it hurt
1: my heart so bad i was like cuz i love those people who are like family and i and i love just being like being a part of it and i love having a steady paycheck and it it was one of those things where you're just like i have got to take the risk i might fall flat on my face but i wow. didn't come out here
0: i didn't to come be out safe, here to, yeah. you know i
1: didn't come out here to play it safe and to you know the easy thing is to just take the job i mean stick with your job and take the paycheck and and be comfortable but i was like i gotta i gotta take i gotta take i gotta take the leap i gotta do it and maybe i will regret it but something inside of me was like you gotta go and that was the hardest thing in the world she didn't want me to go and you know, and I di- I just, I just was like, I love you, but I gotta do this. I'm
0: fantasizing right now about a, a scenario which does not exist. <laughs> it does not exist. Of Chelsea sitting at her desk and you in her office, and Chelsea picking apart what she doesn't like about <laughs> tina fey i she know loves, it doesn't she i know tina it Fay. i know it doesn't exist but i'm fantasizing about a like very, that
1: bitch oh
0: god she chelsea i the man for those people that don't know or just know her as like a personality mm-hmm. she was fucking bitingly funny yeah on stage very quick
1: very fucking very witty and smart oh
0: she just dist- and and i remember her getting into a fight with another comedian oh really i won't say his name (laughs) oh in a comedy club no 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 in life oh okay um
1: like a verbal fight
0: uh no the comedian was doing the comedy club and she was doing the arena okay and they were staying at the same hotel Uh uh-huh and she was having drinks outside yeah the comedian walked in and saw her
2: Uh uh-huh
0: and um went over to say hi to her. And he was a big movie star comedian. Oh, he was really? like a big comedian. Mm-hmm. Went over to say hi to her. And I guess she just kind of was like, she was partying and she was like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, what's up? And kind of, I guess he felt blew her off and okay. he made a comment on Twitter about her.
1: Oh, really? And
0: I remember talking to him and he said that. And I was like, "Oof, I would not do that. Yeah. In my head, I was like, right. I wouldn't fuck with Chelsea. Yeah, like she. I just seen enough of her stand up to uh-huh. go like, and then she just replied to his comment. And just annihilated him. Oh, really? And and then the hordes of Chelsea lately fans just attacked this guy. Oh man! And he—I don't think
1: I was around then yet because I don't remember that. Did you
0: go on tour with her at all?
1: Uh, I um, I did a couple shows. I would have gone on tour with her, but I ended up leaving at the time where her new tour was starting. So I left. Shit. I left not only a paycheck and a job, but I knew. I would have to walk away from her tour as well. Did you get to work with Tina Fey? So I did that pilot, and it was amazing. It was so fun. It was supposed. To, this is the irony of life. It was. It got picked up like unofficially, uh, and uh, and then the president of the network got fired and so the new people is that kevin riley yeah kevin riley
0: motherfucker got fired fucking kevin riley the, new people the people. number of times that guy gets fired and we lose jobs <laughs> fucking whatever you're doing kevin <laughs> yeah, stop man.
1: he's at what tbs now he's, like, a TBS he, he's now, had him at tbs now i
0: had him at fox i had him at fx oh, did, you, I've, had, I've had him as my president twice and he got you, fired oh really like fucking twice
1: yeah he got fired and the new people came in and were just like, no thanks. And the yeah. show just goes away like that. I mean, it never made it to air, but it, it. I think that show would have been awesome, too. So that didn't go. And I was like, oh, my God, I just left my job. Oh. But, it, but by that time, it then was announced that Chelsea would be leaving. So then I knew... Um, i was like okay i didn't like i'm i'm missing out i missed out on like eight months of pay but i didn't miss out hey in chelsea the i just run. got a subscription to netflix what
0: are you up to <laughs> No,
1: so uh i ended up once that pilot didn't go i i knew i had tina's ear for like maybe five more minutes and i thought well you know seize the day i just pitched her a show and i was like what do you think about this idea it was based on my life and She's like, Yeah, let's do it. So we pitched that show to all the networks and they all wanted it. We ended up taking it to selling it to ABC. We shot it. It was wonderful. I loved it. It was like such my little baby. Annie Potts played my mom from Designing Women. Yeah. John Carroll Lynch played my dad, but it did not. Chris Redd played my my best friend. I thought
0: you were gonna say brother.
1: <laughs> my brother. <laughs> and it didn't get picked up. <clears throat> but it then led to the Mindy project. Because yeah. so all these no's eventually lead to a yes. Lead to a yeah. Uh, one of the writers from the Mindy Project did punch ups on my pilot, and she suggested me to Mindy, and that's where that um, and that was supposed to be a guest spot, and then it led to three years series regular. So I got I got some all the the decisions of well the 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 decision to leave Chelsea led to all these other things. And even though they didn't work out, it finally led to the yes. So it did pay off in the end.
0: If you had to get one of the two women in your lives names, one of the three women in your lives, Uh Mindy, Chelsea, or tina tattooed on your body you just one of them oh man Who's, whose name do you pick and where do you put the tattoo
1: gosh i'm like which well probably tina because it's the Shortest. least amount of letters um and uh on my butt probably on my <laughs> butt. butt. <laughs> somewhere where no one's gonna see it <laughs> no one's gonna see my butt so because i have this like pale just paley pale white skin tattoos do not would not look good oh, on, they look my body. Perfect on your skin because they would like those are <laughs> the ones that would the, shine yeah, you've so got the bright best skin
0: for tattoos i
1: don't know it's i'm i'm such a wuss I what's the get... worst
0: you've ever been sunburned
1: <laughs> oh so i've been sunburned so much so bad probably when i was a kid like my parents just god bless them they were a little <laughs> just doing their own thing at times they sent me to the pool like all day like oh, a yeah. you know like a neighbor I mean a town pool and uh no sunscreen just oh, like eight yeah. out 8 hours of, and I they picked me up but at the end of the day and I was just like beet red I was that whole night I was just like bawling I was just like burn I probably had like serious degree whatever second degree third degree burns Oh I have uh I have I'm on my butt hole
0: is tingling thinking about the, no 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 of, of the worst sunburns i've gotten oh yeah i've had they're always on my lip really and my bottom looks i have a big huh. bottom lip yeah and uh i remember one time I remember one time, oh, being so badly sunburned. <laughs> yeah, I went downstairs and I got ice cubes and I rubbed ice cubes all over my face. Oh man. I woke up this morning. and have in the morning I had blisters everywhere.
1: Ooh, that's a bad one. Ooh, yeah.
0: that was a bad one. Um, I remember this. I live with this girl Jen Antonucci uh-huh. who fell asleep in a tanning bed
1: no and woke
0: up and her skin was purple it was so sunburnt. whoa she was sick from it
1: i've never heard of anyone falling Jen Antonucci
0: fell asleep in a tanning bed
1: like her own tanning bed
0: no she went to go tan and fell I'm like asleep. no one
1: woke no one like tapped on it being like oh, hey God. girl time's up
0: uh, i mean well i this is how bad this sunburn is if i call my buddy obi and ask him about Jen Antonucci's sunburn he'll go i wonder if that you ever remember something and it's so big in your memory yeah. and no one else no remembers one else it?
1: remembers it yeah. Let's see. Let's see if he was remembers. this a, from your Florida State day. Yeah, yeah.
0: We lived. Me and this guy Obi and this guy yeah. Eddie and this guy Chris lived with two girls, Gigi and Jen Antonucci. Yeah. And this sunburn was so bad. Hang on. Hey. Hey. Do, uh, real quick, What's I'm happen? doing. I'm doing a podcast. I want to ask you something. Uh-huh? Do, do you remember when Jen Antonucci got sunburned? I think I do. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! I remember it. She fell asleep in a tanning bed, and her stomach was purple. Yeah, yeah. Can I, when we lived with her. Yeah, when we lived. Yeah, when we lived with her. No, we she Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I think I do remember
0: that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I'll call you back. Okay. I, I'll, I'm in the middle of podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. I, like, it's, like, so funny, uh, it's so funny. It's so funny that like, I shit. remember that so vividly. Uh, By the way, you know what's crazy? He hooked up with her during that time.
1: Oh my! He's. Like, I know uh, that he
0: hooked up with her when she uh, was at Sunburn
1: Guys don't pay attention. Guys don't give. They don't give a shit. They're just like, uh, you want to have sex? Cool. <laughs> they don't oh, remember. your sunburned? Is that
0: purple? Oh, I thought that was. Oh, my bad. My bad. That
1: was the lighting. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh my god. So,
0: um, so when did you? When did you realize? When did you come out? When did you realize that you were gay?
1: Not until I was twenty five, which was the same. So
0: you're, so you're out here. You're in groundlings. I'm
1: out here. Well, no, I started growlings at the year I started groundlings and the year I came out were the same. So, but my first two years out here, I was in the, in the closet uh, just, and did
0: other people come up to you like
1: no one that would say like because you know we all see people even today that are you're like that person's gay yeah. but you're never gonna say that to them yeah uh, so no one would say it to unless me. you're an
0: attorney then you do it all the time. <laughs> that they, was one of the biggest yeah. dick moves is you just say I did that that guy I just called yeah we would that was one of the things we'd do is we'd all get around and we go, Hey man, you know you're in a dry spell with chicks. If you're gay and you want to just come out, yeah, you just and it tell would us. shut down them getting pussy. Like they would oh, never, because no. they, then they'd be so in their heads, like, oh, my friends think I'm gay. Like,
2: oh I, I really do
0: believe there is, I think, I do believe in. I don't know whatever I, I don't believe that it's that gray oh, that it's just uh, yeah. straight and gay right I do believe there are floating fucking yeah I think that there is percentages and for sure and I th- and I think that you I don't think you can convince someone to be gay but I yeah. think you can get in someone's head enough <laughs> that they go well it's fuck like, what's am I, am I am I so they're like
1: is a hole a hole we'll find out
0: yeah so wait when what was the what was the epiphany um were you at were you at barnes and noble at the grove because this (laughs) i had epiphanies (laughs) where you go it's like the best feeling when you realize something about yourself and you're like
1: well it i had it it was starting to bubble up and i i remember there was uh this is when craigslist was really popular it was before that guy started murdering people and ruined it for everybody yeah so people were like uh do it you can meet uh, it was it was before like match.com and everything people yeah. were doing craigslist like where you could you know woman seeking woman or whatever i remember i started going on there just like just kind of checking it out like slyly, like i felt like people were watching me like on my computer like what's this about and i was i remember being kind of intrigued and the, no porn. No porn. No porn. Just like dates. It was like people. No, but for you dates. you weren't
0: into porn at all. No, no I wasn't okay.
1: watching porn. But the first season of the L Word came out on Showtime, and we were broke out here and did not have Showtime. So I bought like on secretly bought like a bootleg the bootleg first season of the L Word, and I that might as well have been my porn because I remember watching that and just been like. Cause it, I was like, holy shit! There was like these good-looking women, cause you always see these like real dikey chicks <laughs> and things. And this is the first time you saw like these like feminine women that look like any other woman, the girl next yeah. door. It, it it was just like, oh, that girl looks like any girl I went to school with, you know. It was, and they're like making out or they're having a relationship. And I, for like I said, representation for the first time. I was like. Holy cow! Like, look at what I'm seeing. This is like normal people, but they're gay, and that's that, the and, biggest. The, yeah, not to
0: cut you off. I'm no. bad at that. I cut everyone off. But the biggest. I live with two lesbians yeah. around that time. I and mean, not no. In, in like 2000, I live mm-hmm. with two lesbians. My biggest realization, yeah. like like epiphany about two lesbians. It was maybe it was before 2000. You know, it was uh-huh. 2000, yeah. 2001, 2000 was oh my God, they fall in love just like regular people. Yeah. Like the the, the things that that I would notice that when my friends in college mm-hmm. would fall in love and you'd notice them lose yeah. their personality or their personality <laughs> would morph into the other person right. a little bit and they'd yeah. say stuff like, does baby want eggs? And then she's like, <laughs> baby would love some eggs. But The two lesbians I yeah. live with were doing that. Yeah. They were going like, they were, they were just in love yeah. and it was a, just as annoying yeah. as when my friends fell in love.
1: Like, oh, you're yeah and i was like oh it's
0: not there's no wrestling the joke i I had a joke about uh something about i forget what it was but it was my i shared with them Mm -hmm. my idea of what i thought uh uh, living with lesbians would be is that i'd walk in and they'd be wrestling in sports bras (laughs) like
1: and were you so disappointed when that didn't happen
0: and i was like you guys are just in love (laughs) and they were they thought it was fucking phenomenal yeah yeah, we're just regular people. Yeah,
1: but it's a. It sounds, it sounds so like simple, but it makes a big difference to have exposure to just regular. It's very, just gay a people. little bit of exposure. A little makes, bit of exposure goes a long way. Goes really,
0: a really long way, and and I think I became a lot more of a um. Maybe like a, a I saw the world with less blinders on. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, you're yeah, that's right. You're just looking to fall in love. Everyone's looking for that shit."
1: And I always say that anyone who really has a problem with gay people to the point I can understand having different like religious beliefs because everybody, some religions are more strict on it than others. But it, regardless of your beliefs, your feeling towards a gay person will be determined by whether or not you personally know them and they're around you. I feel like the more exposure you have. The less intolerance you have
0: there's and, and i think that i by the way i totally cut you off in a great talk about you coming out and figuring oh. out yourself
1: well i was well i was what i watched that l word and that was huge for me and that was the first time where i was like whoa there could be something here but i still sort of shut it down yeah and i was but it was bubbling up a lot i even drove to the gay pride uh got out of my car down you know west hollywood and then just it.
0: kicked a couple chicks ass and then no. got back in your car uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh fuck it it just it was a giant homophobe <laughs> um i it scared me like i saw the cra- you know because it's crazy down there i yeah. saw the craziness and i was like no 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 and like got back in my I did I got part back. of you in
0: your head's going that's not for yeah, me like yeah. I might be into women but that's not yeah for me. I was like
1: that's a lot that's a lot because I'm still like a small-town southern girl you know I'm yeah. only two years in LA here got back in my car hightailed tailed it back to the valley and uh, I'm like I'm going to the valley where it's shut safe. the door <laughs>
0: lean up against the door back against door. Oh, oh
1: where the fuck's her cat <laughs> I gotta go build something uh I'm not gay um but then i can't believe that i'm this is part of my stand-up that i've been doing this year i uh i watched a lifetime movie i was by myself in my house watching a lifetime movie i don't know how i got on this channel uh and it was about a young girl in high school that realized that she was a lesbian and i watched this journey of her realizing she's gay her mom was very much against it and then you know her teacher was gay and was like helping her come out and then by the end of the you know she lost some friends but then like by the end of the movie like her mom came around and it just wrapped it up with a pretty bow like you know she's gay and happy and and i and i cannot believe that was my epiphany but i was alone by myself and i said out loud i was like oh my god i'm gay and just from watching this freaking Lifetime movie, it's so embarrassing. I wish that I could be like, oh, like some hot chick, like made out with me. Yeah,
0: I'm on a rooftop yeah. in Brooklyn.
1: <laughs> no freaking Lifetime movie. It, I don't know. It was whatever that catalyst that I needed. It just was like
0: that's but that is the beautiful moment of you sitting by yourself in sweatpants,
1: <laughs> yeah. eating ice
0: cream watching a lifetime movie going, yeah. oh my god i'm gay and your cat looks at you and doesn't say anything yeah, yeah no shit
1: uh, yeah and then you're but then i remember thinking like okay uh, that's what i am <laughs> i'm gay and the cat leaves the room <laughs> oh, seriously i've been abandoned i was like all right i'm gay now what i didn't have i didn't have one now what? i didn't have one gay I'm friend gay, now
0: what oh my god that's the name of a book i'm,
1: I'm gay, gay now, now what? what i had i had no gay friends oh. i had never kissed a girl i ne- i was like i a clean slate of just like yeah it was like now what now gay, now what now now freaking what
0: like time to buy a jeep
1: yeah i was like what i was like what do gay people do like i'm googling like gay stuff
0: so then and then so then what was the what was the lead time from like epiphany lifetime movie Mm -hmm. uh waking up i'm gay now what to like first kiss
1: uh so i joined again i went back to craigslist my my handy uh spot and I started looking up activities that I thought gay people would be at.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Do you realize you're making my heart swell right now? Uh, I,
1: so I, I, uh, I, I started taking like guitar lessons. <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be Martin. some gay people in this guitar. Uh, these guitar lessons. <laughs> And then I joined an African drumming class. I was like, "Oh, 100%, there's gay people at an African drumming class." Oh. And just started and I joined a soccer team and a and a softball team. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like everywhere where I thought there would be lesbians,
0: I joined that activity. Oh my god, please tell me you're talking about this in your act. I had not
1: talked oh about joining god. all the gay oh, activities. My god,
0: how fucking funny. Yeah.
1: So I joined all these gay activities, and started making gay friends. It worked, and and like a year later, I was like going to Chicago to play in the uh, gay games. It's a it's like the Olympics, but for gay people. I mean, I went from like closet to a year later like the gay games, Shut and that's up. where I kissed somebody for the first time in Chicago. Yeah, I was very drunk though. Really? Because I was still kind of like scared of women. Yeah. Even though I was. Now gay they they scared me. I was really? I went on a couple of like blind dates and I was so awkward. I was spilling like my coffee and I was such a dork. Every girl I was like, no thanks. <laughs> but they they didn't say that to me, but yeah. I never heard from from them again. That was me. And uh yeah. yeah, I was I was because everything that you learn when you're 15, 16, 17 I was now having an experience as like a twenty six year old, because I didn't really date. I I had some dates, but they weren't. I never had a boyfriend, so here I am in my late twenties, experiencing dating that you're supposed to experience in high school, and so I was so awkward. And everyone else had all that lead with, like they had that fucking. Even if they had start, you, you know they were gay, but a lot of them had come out much sooner. They at least had college, you know, to really figure it out and make. So I was making all the mistakes you were supposed to make or much earlier i was experiencing them in my 20s late 20s and uh yeah i so i would like i had to get i didn't make myself get drunk to make out but that was the only thing that sort of freed me to like experience that for the first time and
0: did you have to kind of go like hey because when i first did stand up for the first time mm-hmm. i went and to get drunk and oh yeah and uh yeah and someone a, a comedian um god damn it, I always fucking fucking slip on his name right now. Oh, uh, it and it's right on the tip of my tongue. He's he was from the store. He yeah? works the store. He has a podcast called Schmo's Nose. Uh, um type that in uh, uh Schmoes.
1: That sounds familiar. Yeah,
0: he's a, he was a store guy and he was at Florida State at the time. He was a uh-huh. Sigma new, I think. And uh I, I
1: it's not that's not Mike Mike it's not Mike Gilling, is it?
0: No. Schmoes nose i got it Hold no on.
1: that's not the right word no, I'm, that's christian not. harloff oh no
0: christian harloff uh uh I, I, he's i i had a I was outside pot bellies and i was uh-huh. gonna, i grabbed a miller light yeah and he just was like hey man can i give you a little bit of advice?" and mm-hmm. i was like yeah and he goes if i were you i wouldn't do that
1: oh oh uh, like a joke talk about no, no, a joke no,
0: take a take a drink of beer Oh. I said, what? And he goes, if if you're serious about stand-up, uh-huh. this is the best advice i probably ever got in my entire yeah. career. He goes, if you're serious about stand-up, <clears throat> I do it sober. Do it sober because it's going to be a job. Yeah. And you don't want it to be a party every night. And right, And I know that right. you're the party guy. Yeah. And so just do it sober. And so I put the beer away. I didn't drink it. Wow. And I got up on stage and I did stand up sober. But was there a part of you that when you kissed the girl drunk, you're like, okay, alcohol is the gateway to this and this is what I want. We need to yeah. be here. Or like, were you like, all right, now I got to get alcohol out of the way.
1: I, I was like, I got to get it out of the way. Because you end up just not like, it doesn't, it, it's not special. You're just like. Oh, I like kiss somebody just to kiss them because I was drunk. Yeah. And it didn't mean anything. Yeah, I mean, I was glad I did it and I needed to experience that. But then I was like, all right, now you just need to learn how to be comfortable. How
0: quick until you fell in love for the first time?
1: Um, Well, then I had like a series of like, again, liking the wrong people or, or liking people that weren't fully gay, they were bi or they weren't sure. I had a lot of like, mystery area for a couple of years actually after that really? of like girls who it was almost like we were in a relationship but not and i was like and it was this weird pattern i couldn't kind of break I would, yeah. and where they would treat me like i was a girlfriend they would i mean we would like spend the night you know in the same bed or like you know go on vacations together like very relationshipy things but then it was there was like a certain line it didn't cross and I had to finally break free of that. And then um and then I went on some dates with some lesbians, but it just like it, it never went uh anywhere. Or it was like just I did some casual dating and then I dated somebody who was a, a single mom. <laughs> that was interesting. Really. She had two young kids and I think that was probably the first like full lesbian uh that i dated and um and that was significant it wasn't a long rel- relationship everyone didn't even call it a relationship we dated for like four months but it was significant to me in that she was the first like full lesbian that it was I- the first
0: transition into like oh yeah we're, we're playing the right game yeah
1: exactly so it was significant in that way
0: it's so funny I, all i could assume is the pussy might have, must have been insane when you're on chelsea <laughs> like just getting thrown at you
1: i mean i had a lot of i had a lot of girls coming up to me for I bet, sure I bet. but i'm kind of i'm not like i i'm not like the slutty type so yeah. i would i went out with some but then for the most part, like, to most people But it was also kind of the wrong type of girls were also coming up to me, and I say wrong, and just that they're not wrong; they're just wrong for me, like the party type or the slutty, the slutty girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) We (laughs) all
0: hate those (laughs) those party slutty types. Party
1: slutty types. Uh, well, they're not who I wanted to be in a relationship with. Yeah. But they were the ones. Uh, not all. I cannot categorize. Categorize everyone as this way, but Chelsea was a late night show, and and a lot of the the females that were very fanatical about her show also, um, you know, liked to party and have a good yeah, time. Party
0: and like every girl, we're late girls, night a girls deal. too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know,
1: so we'd go, you know, to Vegas and it'd be like, it, so many girls uh, just g- losing their minds because they love Chelsea, and so they would see us and be like, oh my God, you know and uh you know you just you're you're like flattered and And you make a couple mistakes and realize this isn't the right this isn't the right direction for me exactly yeah well it's good
0: i'm glad to know you made a couple
2: mistakes i made a couple mistakes (laughs) i bet those were Um, wonderful mistakes
1: (laughs) i made a couple mistakes that i uh you know i learned from and you move on and uh you know yeah uh sometimes my fiance will kind of laugh and shake her head and it wasn't many and uh you know friend chris regal will be like it was a different time you know (laughs) it was a different time time. it was you know it's like you're just like on a popular show and yeah you know you just make make mistakes
0: that's so great so so now now what you're i know you're torn like crazy you just wrapped a movie Mm -hmm. uh where were you shooting you were shooting in north Um, carolina
1: no what was that i just i just did aaron eckhart oh yeah that was a uh an action movie weirdly Mm -hmm. enough i don't know when it when or where it will come out um but uh i had never
0: glasses on in the plane and read a book who did aaron eckhart oh did he? he put glasses on and read a book oh. and shook the you way you saw him? I, dude I, the second we left that bar yeah I watched him
1: that's so funny uh, he was really I didn't realize he was on your plane
0: yeah 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 oh yeah you were on a different flight yeah
1: I was on a different flight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he was on my flight yeah how funny
0: he went up to all the military mm-hmm. and uh and introduced himself yeah and stuck his hand out and shook oh, his ha- shook nice. their hands yeah like just stuck his hand out. how are you doing thank you yeah. for service like just a really solid dude I was yeah. like
1: fuck i didn't get to shoot any scenes with him but i met him at the rap party yeah um i played like a computer person in this action movie and he was like hanging from helicopters and stuff uh so i don't know when that will come out but it was cool to do that and um i just i do like a lot of guest spots on like tv shows like life and pieces and um things like that but i'm doing a lot of developing right now i've uh, sold two movies to Amblin, Steven Spielberg's company. Really? So we're in the the first one that we sold uh, is in the uh, the rewrite phase, and then we just sold one a couple months ago. And it's a long process. Oh, they fuck. go through so many rewrites. And we sold the second movie we sold was a pitch, so we're writing that movie right now.
0: Did you pitch him Star Wars 7? <laughs> yes. You're like, here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. You ready for this? You ready? I know you already know the characters.
1: But there's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chewbacca. <laughs>
0: um, and then what's your dream?
1: Um, I probably to have my own show in some capacity. Just
0: have your you would love a, a sitcom?
1: Yeah, I would love a sitcom or, S-
0: or drama or sitcom?
1: sitcom, sitcom. I mean, I,
0: multi-cam or single cam
1: um i tried multi-cam and i love multi-cam but i think single cam is more interesting
0: single cam for those you listen that don't know you think anyone doesn't know or knows I, you know what I Fuck know. you You gotta google it well you, multi
1: in front of an audience yeah
0: multi-cam is like roseanne it's yeah. in front of a live studio audience
1: single cams uh, not like uh, arrested development yeah
0: it's where it's shot like a movie
1: i'd like to do a drama uh, like a movie i would love for someone to I would like, love, give me that opportunity i would love to
0: see i'm gay now what yeah i would mm-hmm. love to see that that i mean the thing the thing that is lost in this country in my opinion and i mm-hmm. i don't know anything about politics and i don't all i know is people yeah is i think the i think the majority of people i would almost argue 95% of this country mm-hmm. is welcoming and has love in yeah. the heart for everybody mm-hmm. i i do believe that i know i'm not yeah. saying that in hopes, I believe that. Yeah, um, I believe that the the vitriol that we see online mm-hmm. is um, is polarizing people, arguing. Mm-hmm. I think when you see these polarizing, I, I think I when you see someone arguing against uh, trans rights or or gay rights, yeah. You realize that they're. Ju- I believe they're just doing that online, and that uh-huh. in real life they don't believe that. Yeah. Like I, I, understand that there are people that do believe it. I, I right. get that. Yeah, I'm not an course. idiot. But I think that w- what people love is a human story, mm-hmm. and when you tell that story of you f- coming <laughs> to, term- I can't imagine. I can't imagine, and I don't want to know the one person that uh-huh. hears that and goes, ugh, not ugh, for me.
1: Gross." Yeah, like yeah. you're like,
0: "No, man, that's all of us. That's yeah. all of us."
1: You know, I've been pretty lucky. I try to, I'm like you, I don't, I I can talk about politics here and there online, but I've really tried to sort of remove myself from that lately um, because I, to am of the belief that there's more that unifies us than there is that divides us. And I actually love it when there are people that are more conservative who come to my show. i want to be the person that's like i'm going to show you we're more alike than we are different i'm going to show you that you know look like i'm good with you you're good with me and that's that's where we want to be you know i don't want to be that person that's like if you vote this way get out of here like i don't believe in that and so with my comedy i i want my stories to be relatable to all people and, I, you know, I'm sure there are people that are just like, oh, you know, we get it. You're gay. You're fat. But it's like, I'm just trying to tell human stories. that <laughs> you are like, talking
0: about me. <laughs> <laughs> I get no. I get that online. By the way, I get that online more than anything right now. I swear to God.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, there's a big uh, thread saying that I'm bisexual. Oh, really? And there's a huge thread saying that I'm fat. And uh-huh. there's, there's a huge, like, apparently f- fake news is not... A bullshit term people just put stuff out there and then people read it and they go yeah but i i thought you were trying to keep going i apologize oh no i was not referring
1: to you (laughs) i'm talking about me like yeah yeah, i i'm you know i try not to pigeonhole myself into like just talking about being gay just talking about being fat yeah i try to tell stories that uh you know multiple people of all backgrounds can relate to because i don't want to be the person that's like out there acting like i know more than everybody else telling them what how they should do and what they should do and how they should be because i don't want that for me i don't want someone deciding what i should be and do so i'm not gonna be like you know judging other people so
0: i know exactly what you're saying i know it's one of the things that bums me out uh, about uh about uh, about what's going on in poli- what's going on in the world right mm-hmm. now is like even like silly things you post online yeah. are misread by other comics, friends of yours, and mm-hmm. then they get angry and they light you up online. You're like, yeah. yo, 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 we're friends. Yeah. Like I understand that you live a different lifestyle than I do, yeah. but I'm su- we're, we're, we're co-workers. We yeah. do the same thing. Our job is to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I do believe that... I believe that there is a way to communicate to people yeah. in with a loving heart and you don't need to be yeah. like fuck you this yeah. this 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 right. um but i th- i think i think you're i'm telling you right now and we'll we'll end on this i'll get you out of here before it gets dark <laughs> um you're a great ambassador for just happiness oh thank and you and i and i'm being serious your instagram is so much fun to watch it's I just it's it. just it just is positivity and it's just great and it's like Look, that's what I. That's what I seek out in life. I don't yeah. look for the darkness. I look right. for the light, and yeah. I look for, and I hope that I put out the lightness. I hope mm-hmm. that when you listen to my podcast or my open tabs, I'm not shitting on people. Yeah, I like. It. There was a period where I was getting into too much into politics, or not yeah. not even politics, but like opinions of Mm -hmm. things and i was like i don't want to be that guy i I mean yeah
1: and i've done that in the past too i've done it
0: i've done it and i'll do it in the future i'm sure i'll do it again but like the guys that are really great at it like jim jeffries and bill burr and and rogan and ari and all those guys that really kind of like pick apart an ideal idealism i'm not that guy i'm just here to fucking have fun stories
1: if i say something a little we're the escape yeah
0: if I say something a little fucked up, n- know there's no harm in it. Right. That I'm just fucking noticing what I you know. Yeah. So
1: we're but, just we're just trying to we're just trying to make people happy. Yeah. You know?
0: If any I'm telling you right now, if anyone listening, if they are half as happy as me and you are, oh, oh they're man. a happy motherfucker. That's right.
1: Ah! That's right.
0: Fortune, thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you, Bert. It's really fun. Fuck yeah. <laughs>